0: Let's go get
1: it. Broadcasting live from the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center Studios, this is the Sunday Morning Scramble, your recipe for sports to feed your sports fandom. The Sunday Morning Scramble is brought to you by Nashville Toyota North, State Farm Hendersonville Agent Lauren Tullis, and Double Dogs Gallatin. Call or text the Sunday Morning Scramble, 615-844-5600. 615-844-5600. Now, here are your hosts of the Sunday Morning Scramble, Super Bowl champion Corey Harris and Air Force veteran and coaching legend Greg Tonjes.
2: Oh, good morning. It is the Sunday Morning Scramble here in WSR Nashville Sports Radio, the 24-hour, seven-day-a-week station. But not only that, we are streaming live everywhere here this morning. You got the coach. And you got Corey Harris, Super Bowl Champion, streaming on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, X, Instagram, all over. Just look for Nashville Sports Radio. Because Corey Harris, we are all over the map. We are all over the planet. We are all over the world.
3: Everywhere, Harris, everywhere, everywhere.
2: Super Bowl Champion. How's the, how's the Super Bowl champion feeling this morning?
3: Man, another day above ground is a great day. <laughs> It could be a lot worse, coach.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's true. It's okay. a great day. It is a great day. When you drive by Nissan Stadium on game day, like the, like I did this morning, and you see the the tents are starting to go up. And Speaking of that, Corey, uh, we're going to set a record for phone calls today. This first hour is very dedicated to the community and to you, the listener, the sports fan, listener. It doesn't even have to just be sports, but we want you to call in. Lines are completely open right now, 615-844-5600. That's 615-844-5600 because we are all about the community. We are all about sports. And, Corey, what was it like? I mean, I just drove by just now, and it gives me goosebumps driving by and seeing the stadium lights on and the 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 video boards on and the tents going up and the queuing starting and and and, and beverages flowing. What What was it like? When you drive by this stadium, does it give you some flashbacks?
3: Man, it. it uh, it, it, I think it's the opposite of let, let's say trauma. You know, when you, when you, when something triggers, uh, you back to a to a horrible situation. I think, uh, it's the exact exact opposite. Okay, uh, yeah, to, that's to, good to, to yeah. be locked in and uh, get that feeling. To um, even now, uh, as you talk about it, and um, I know, Coach, that we locked in because what you said starting out, you know. This show is is about sports. It's about entertainment, yes, um but more importantly, it's about sports for life. you know sports yes uh, is a is a big business but but you see within these sports all these things that happen. And so, you know, um for me to to think about that routine man, it drums up an energy probably that I, I'm sure that i I'm sure that every guy that played football as long as I did could convince himself that if he had an opportunity, to go out on the field and and say, in my instance, like run down on a kickoff yeah, and make yeah. a play. My mind would be so uh, pumped up from the dr- adrenaline and the thought yeah. that I would be fooled into thinking that I, I could do it in probably about the third stride. Or so pull a hammy. Yeah.
2: You know what I did one time? So I was coaching football, of course, coach football 20 years. And it was, a, it was supposed to be a Thursday. Thursdays were a walkthrough because we have the game on Friday. So Thursdays, practice. It's shorter, you know, sometimes not as intense as i liked, Uh, But for this particular Thursday, I was pissed off as usual about a crappy practice week. And so we're, 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 uh, I taught full pads, full pads, full hitting <laughs> on a Thursday before the game, full two and a half, three hour practice. And so we get to the special teams part of our practice will, and by the way, we forgot to say hello to happy will. Happy Will, the
3: producer, oh my is
2: goodness. right over there in his Tennessee State little sweatshirt. Woo. How are you, Will?
3: Don't make me curse. Don't make, <laughs> Will, if you don't, curse, don't make me Will, curse. Will, if you curse, it ain't because we made you. That's uh, true. It's because he- you yeah. it. made yes, a choice. Yeah, whatever. Yes. You know what, the one thing? It. It's too
4: early.
2: Corey, you know the one thing I noticed that we do for, for Will every single week? What's that? We I- teach him a lot of things. We do. He needed a teacher in his life, and he got two of them in you and I. Listen, Every that's week. scary.
3: But sometimes he can be a real yeah. Jeff. Yes, he can be. Yes, yeah. yeah, definitely. Don't be a Jeff this morning. What no. is a
2: Jeff? We'll tell you that later. <laughs> we'll define it for you. But anyway, I so feel I'm offended. So, I'm, so, I'm, so I'm sitting there and I'm watching our special teams portion of our practice. You know, kickoff, kickoff return, field goal, field goal, uh, uh, block, all that stuff. So I'm practicing, right? And the practice is going crappy, just like it had all week. So I run from the middle of the field because I used to be able to run. And I, this is about 2000, this is You 2015. used to be able to run fast? You had to be fast to, coach. It was to be a goal. fast mother, man. I used to be like 200 pounds. So anyway, I'm uh, 275 right now. Anyway, so I'm running to the sideline, and there was a guy that played for us um, at this high school. His name was Gao Chang. He's about a 330-pound um, kid, awesome kid from uh, China. Um, so I went over to him. I'm so pissed off. I'm like, give me your uniform right now. I want your whole uniform, gal. And I said, he said, Coach, like right now on the side, I said, Take it all off. I want the whole uniform. So he he's listening to me, of course, like he always did. And he takes his whole uniform off. And then I put the uniform on. And I strap my helmet on. And I walk out onto the field. And we were on, we were on kickoff return and kickoff. So we were practicing that. I walked out there and I went on kickoff return. So what do you think the players on the other players are going?
0: Oh, we're going
2: to get coach. No, you're not. <laughs> You ain't going to get coach. So you and pulled so a Dwayne Johnson. I did. Uh, and so they actually okay. kicked off, and they intentionally kicked the football to me. And so I took that football. I start running up the right-hand side. And I'm like, God, dog, look at those guys coming to kill me. And I took the football, and I tossed the football backwards to somebody. <laughs> so, to <the> public.
3: Rugby. That's <laughs> a yeah. <your> rugby rules <laughs> it's like rugby.
2: So that was my moment where, uh, you know, to your point, you know, you sit there and look at the stadium, and you want to get out there and run again and play again and all that good stuff. And but I, I missed actually the did locker it one room. time.
3: The locker room is what I miss most. Yeah, um, yeah. The, yeah. the, the build-up. And me, I go in going into the locker room early, uh, being the resident music man. And I think looking back at it, this is early 90s. I'm talking about to the point that Mike Hongren would come in there. And if, if you're watching this, you can it, you can you can see my face. Mike Hongren would come in there with the sky, because I got this music. This is Green Bay in 1990. Yeah, yeah. So after I've been cutting sure. the Houston Oilers, and we playing playing a little music, and the guys that have been there that know him. Are like, you know, like your headphones. And but he saw the energy that it gave sure. guys. And he was like, well, he's like, uh, we had like a team like Reggie White, uh, Brett, Leroy, Leroy Butler. Yeah. They were like the 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 captain committee or whatever. So they would always talk to Mike about different things and kind of tell the give Mike a gauge on what's going on in the locker room. Yeah. I guess they sure. was like five oh in a way. Uh, Love that, but uh, it was like, "You got to keep the music in the in the training room." So that was the start of it. And for me, if you look even now, the uh, especially the the music industry, the music industry always has some entanglement yeah. with 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 sports. And so uh, that part of it was something that I always enjoyed. Guys coming in, seeing the, sure. way the guys are dressed, having their seeing their personality, um, and then afterwards, you know, the team guys having their Uh, their family in their locker room. So it was a a great thing, always some great memories. But definitely the stadium gives me some energy. No uh, doubt,
2: man. And the Titans are getting ready to play uh, the Houston, I almost said Houston Oilers, but the the Titans are actually wearing their throwback Houston Oilers uniforms today. Uh, We would be amiss if, uh, speaking about community, Corey, if we didn't mention uh, the suburbs of Nashville that is Gallatin, which is actually where I live in Hendersonville, where the tornadoes really really ripped through and still people uh you know not not having a home uh you know we just you know our prayers are still our thoughts are still uh, with all of those families that have been impacted by the the tornadoes uh that was unbelievable I'll never forget that that's for sure so uh, we' our thoughts and prayers are up for them Corey this morning as we uh, we continue to talk sports but also to pause to remind us of uh, people that are still really having a hard time, especially this close, you know, a week away from Christmas, eight days away from Christmas. So, uh, by the way, we want you to call in right now, 615-844-5600. Call the coach and Corey. Corey is Super Bowl champion. You are our good friends. We want want to set a record for the most phone calls today. Coming up at 910 uh, is Teresa Walker, Teresa Walker, sports writer for the Associated Press, talking Titans football. And then at 9.20, uh, Jonathan Alexander, Houston Chronicle, uh, going to talk Texans football uh, to talk kind of about their surprising season. But we talk all sports, NBA, NHL, all of it. And uh, we also have a special guest. Is She's going to be calling in. Well, Is got, Tracy going to be calling
3: call. in? I probably blew that, Coach. So I, well, oh. <laughs> I probably blew that. But we're going to talk kick the stereotypes. So and, just like
4: Vanderbilt blows
3: a lot of coverages. Whew. Yeah, oh I'm, I'm,
4: I'm going there today.
3: You see this? A, yep, I'm going. there. Coach, wow. what do you do to a player that checks himself into a game? What would you do? Oh, I, you I, check I never w- checked myself in the game. You just, checked, just, yourself just, you just I, checked yourself I, in I, the, I, game the, you well, into the game, coach. What do you do? Well, if he
4: goes
2: in, I would probably at at some point probably run on the field and probably pull him
4: back off. Like physically. Like physically. So you yes. call a timeout and just be extra. No, I wouldn't call a timeout. No time out
2: I'd move very quickly. Don't be. Don't be. Anyway, we have a caller on. Off on. We have a caller. Who do we got? Who, Who do, do we, we have? Got? Don't
3: worry about it.
4: Hold on. Oh, all right.
3: Well, and also send wow. us some numbers because, Coach, we can call people too, can't we? Oh, yeah. Yeah, hey, Will, of course. We can call people? Yeah, we can. Okay. He's got a little yeah.
2: phone right over there on his can, desk.
3: Can we call people? I would rather not do it live unless you know
4: they're going to no, answer the they gonna, they gonna No, they're going to answer. No, it don't fun. matter if they don't answer. Fun. We got to talk to you
3: about some ideas we have to make this show. No, this is Culture's show, and I'm his special guest. You are the producer. (laughs) Will, the producer, to be exact, with two personalities Angry Will. Yep, yep, yep. And Fluffy Happy Will. And Happy (laughs) Will, you know?
2: (laughs) So uh, we got to call her. (laughs) It's our favorite.
3: One is a rabbit pit bull, and the other is a very nice uh what's your favorite animal Coach? Uh, i like oh, bunny, uh, rabbit. Yeah, a nice bunny rabbit yeah bunny rabbit so
2: we got jeff calling in from tennessee jeff how are you this morning all right how you doing good we're doing great you haven't called yeah. me a name in a long time so i appreciate that well I,
0: well I, I just want to say it's basketball season i know it's a hard thing for y'all to swallow but uh <laughs> I, I, I watched some of that yesterday instead of uh, the 80 bowl games at rome uh I, 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 I did watch a, a little bit of Tennessee last night. They looked fairly good beating NC State. And uh, I, did, I watched the Alabama Creighton game, which was very entertaining.
5: Yeah, and, yeah.
0: And uh, I watched uh, a, a most of the Kentucky game. That's not all most of it. They learned how to close out a game, so missed, missed a few free throws. and But they did dominate the boards. And Bradshaw and uh, Oney and played okay. Bradshaw played better than uh, the other guy. but. They got two of seven footers back. The other one they won't get back because he won't be cleared by the NCAA because he plays at Kentucky. He won't be cleared. That's why he won't be cleared. Is if Kentucky played, even going to make the, it, uh, the NCAA tournament this Tournament? If, this played, year? if he, played the, if he played the anywhere else, he'd already be playing. But since he's at Kentucky, he won't play. I guarantee you.
4: Now, right. does, uh, does Kentucky the make the NCAA tournament?
0: Oh, uh, yes. They, yeah. They'll or the matter. NIT. Yeah. I think they're NIT IT Yes, Vanderbilt makes the NIT or a CBI tournament. Where are they going to be a CBI? <laughs> don't don't be a Jeff, Jeff. Uh, <laughs> well, but what's their record? Four and six? They going to see these EBI or
4: is it I CBI mean, it's – hold on, wait. Now, now, I'm the only one that can give Corey a hard time about Vanderbilt. Well, I'm so, so so going to check this. Peep this. They're four and six, and they played a, a fairly tough schedule. Yes, there are a couple games that the Commodore should not have lost. But it's Pres- early Presbyterian, season.
0: Presbyterian Blue O's. That's
4: one of them. Blue the Red O's. Are, the Blue – are we talking about Presbyterian? Red the red hose or blue, blue hose, hose. Or yes. hose so green is, green is that their hose? name yes the presbyterian yeah. blue hose blue what is The green,
0: green hose
4: h-o-h-o not like those but h-o-l-e like, we'll, we'll get into it okay all right. yeah, we'll get into it i gotta <laughs> google this yes. garden well, the
3: presbyterian presbyterian
4: gardens. it's in south carolina so quick little story about this and i, and I know jeff wants to get back on his rant but give me about 15 seconds so their football program which is god awful by the way they have a coach that came up from arkansas there was a high school football coach in Arkansas who never punished. Yeah. Yeah. And and oh, see so y'all already know. Okay. Cool. He goes, yeah. for four, goes for it on fourth goes for on fourth and fifty. Yeah, he does. Yeah. And, and they're like, yeah. That's why they, they give up like a hundred and two points per game because that's why they lose every game. Yeah. Right.
0: yeah. They lose every time. So
4: hey Jeff, one more question and I'm gonna let you be. How does Alabama fare without Brandon Miller? Um,
0: well, I mean, the, the cops couldn't
4: stop him, but... That, and they, oh, they,
5: all right, uh, Jeff. Have a good <laughs> they, they probably won't fare too well.
2: They don't, they don't have a rim protector, so... I mean, they lost last night. Listen, shot, They only shot 22
0: threes, but they, they lost another game and shot about 50. So, I think mean, 22 is better for them than shooting 50 of
2: them. L, Alabama uh, I, I is irrelevant that, to me in basketball. I'm sorry.
0: Well, they, they think they're a blue blood, though, in the end. Yes, they're not. They're probably, yeah, they, they're they, not. They are, though. They think
2: they are. All right, well, no, we appreciate you, Jeff. Have a good day, okay? All right, Jeffrey. Is talking about left. college football, I am excited for college football going on, and in in basketball, NBA, uh, you know, Lakers end up winning the in season tournament. And you know, I got into that in season tournament minus the courts. The courts are horrific looking. That was the only
4: reason I watched it. The courts? Yes. That's weird. Why would you? Well, only I mean, watch? who cares? Let me not say that. But NBA basketball doesn't be. It is is fun when it starts, okay. but it becomes more entertaining after Christmas. Okay. So I, I right. will say I like how, you know, the NBA marketing department was able to come up with this in-season tournament yeah, to keep, yes. you know, people watching basketball around times when ratings are probably at its lowest. Adam Silver. Good job. Yeah. Adam Silver. Good job. He's been doing an excellent jobs. Now, in
2: the now, uh, NBA season is, is back and, and, you know, who also is getting ready to be back is John Morant for the Memphis Grizzlies. You know, we know his, uh, Will is excited about that. I'm excited to watch him play when I watch him play. I mean, he's as good as anybody, and he reminds me a lot of Kobe Bryant, who I'm obviously a fan a lot. His game, don't look at me like that. I know basketball better than you, and I've been around longer than you. I've watched more games than you, Will. Angry, Will. Angry, he's going down that path again. He's going down that path again, Corey. But John Morant coming back is going to help the Memphis Grizzlies tremendously. Love the the, the, the jaw in between Bain and uh, Desmond Bain and uh, – uh, oh, God, I forgot his name um, – uh, the guy that the the Memphis Grizzlies got rid of, uh, Devin Booker. Awesome, awesome, awesome to see them going at each other the other night. So NBA basketball is back. I was thinking about this, Corey. I was, obviously, I watch every Lakers game. 21 years in the NBA, Corey. 21 years in the NBA for LeBron. And you think enough is enough, and the guy just continues to play lights out. But when do you know when to t- retire? I mean, what you know, somebody told me a long time ago that – Another professional athlete, um, just that when you know when you start saying the word and thinking the word retirement, that's the time. When is it time? I mean, twenty-one years for LeBron.
3: I think that's that's a, a individual thing, but I think one of the process. I think that's a cliche in terms of, of when you start saying the word because I think you have to say it to evaluate. You know what mm-hmm. you're willing to, willing to to do. You know the the discipline that's going to be necessary. The things that you typically are uh, sacrificing um come into play and so I always look at sports and especially in a game like basketball I wish uh Michael Jordan had played as long as he could play. Yeah. Right? I wish the I wish that when veterans get to the point where they're still better than most of the rookie energy um that they would still be allowed to play. I think uh, organizations would be stronger developmentally. I think uh Michael Jordan could have played and and giving you more points, rebounds, and assists than half the league yeah, probably yeah. at that time. Yeah. And that's being, that's being real. And so, you know. When did
2: you know? When, when did you know <laughs> that, you know what, it's time, been 12 years playing the NFL. When did you know that it was time?
3: I was running on the beach in um, uh, Marina Del Rey. Okay, yep, up in L.A. And um, I would... I would I was in an apartment, so I had my I had a a Presa Canario dog, huge dog, looks like a big pit, hundred and thirty pound dog. Good, it's great. They stayed in the in the dog kennel right next mm-hmm. next to us. So I would go get him every morning, take him out to the beach, like let him play around, run, whatever. Bring him back, then I would go and do my workout. And I was um, out there on the beach, and I was doing starting my workout, warming up, running. I was like, man, it's hot. <laughs> and I was. You know, I was a guy that loved practice. I loved preparing, like it wasn't work to me. Yeah, yeah. You know, what I mean, it was it was yeah, what, I what I was designed yeah. to do. It was it was the competition was, am I gonna outwork Robert Brooks or Sterling Sharp? Mm-hmm. Am I gonna outwork Rod Wilson, Shannon Sharp, and Ray Lewis? Am I gonna outwork? Like, am I gonna come to camp and 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 do my my one tens every twenty seconds instead of every Forty-five or the, the San Francisco beep test, you know, yeah, that was the thing that that drove me. I didn't I, because, you know, I don't want to say I was numb to losing, but in, like in life, you only control so many things. So as an individual player, you have to be willing to put in to get whatever goal it is. And for me, it was being able to be in the locker room. That was the price of of, of being having the versatility to be able to play multiple positions, and understand yeah. multiple defenses and concepts, and all these different career, yeah. things like.
2: But when that, did you do so that? Way, that's so the way hot. of life.
3: And so, so it as long as you beach. can do it, it hot was... on the beach, hot on the beach, and I was just like, I don't want to do this anymore. Wow.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I you...
3: don't want to do this part. Yeah. I still want to play.
2: Yeah. You just I still want to get the yeah. check. Yeah.
3: I still want <laughs> yeah. I want I want <laughs> the access. You understand? Know I want yeah. the love in the in the in the locker room. Yeah. I want to be in the tunnel and hear a hundred thousand, seventy thousand, whatever. Yeah. I wanna. You know, make the play to change the sure. game. Yeah. But I don't want to put these.
2: Yeah, it'll be interesting. These sprints see in, and it's 95 degrees. And- with LeBron when he's going to retire. We're, we're going to continue to talk. We're going to talk uh, NBA. We're going to talk about Draymond Green uh, a little bit and find out what in the world maybe he should retire. We're going to talk a little CFP, make some predictions on that. And then, of course, your Titans. We will go all NFL access in hour two. But uh, you are listening to Sunday Morning Scramble here on Nashville Sports Radio. We'll see you on the other side. They say.
3: What's up, Nashville? This is Super Bowl champion Corey Harris. And anybody that loves sports knows that if you can't score, you can't win. So you should absolutely consider protecting your family and your assets with State Farm.
6: Thanks, Corey. Hey, everybody, this is Lauren Tullis, State Farm agent in Hendersonville. And if you like watching some of the best, like Corey Harris, you should be protected by the best. Contact us today to get your free quote at LaurenTullis.com. Like a good neighbor, Lauren Tullis State Farm is there.
3: What's up, Nashville? This is Corey Harris, Super Bowl champion of 2000, Baltimore Ravens. And the only thing that Coach Tanjus likes more than the L.A. Chargers is Double Dog.
2: Ah, yeah, Corey, Double Dogs. This is the coach Greg Tanjus from the wonderful new show, live show that is the Sunday Morning Scramble. It is the coach, and it is Corey, Super Bowl champion on that show. But we do love one thing better than all of that. It is Double Dogs in Gallatin. It is the spot for beer for sports. They've got the biggest. Greens, they've got the coldest beers, and guess what? It's dog friendly. And not only that, you can walk in today and ask for the Coach's Special, which is a double dog, double dogs with chili and cheese, and not one, but two hot dogs. It is Double Dogs in Gallatin, and that is at 1620 Nashville Pike. Tell them Coach Todd just sent you.
3: Corey Harris, SEC Legends Super Bowl Champion. If you want a great game day experience, you need to go down to DraftKings Sports and Social, downtown Nashville.
2: Oh, yeah, Corey, DraftKings Sports and Social. There's only 14 of them, and we've got one of them here in downtown Nashville at 128 2nd Avenue North in downtown Nashville. Listen, anybody that loves to watch sports he has to go here. They got a VIP lounge that overlooks. The Cumberland River and into Nissan Stadium. This place is unbelievable with the biggest screens and the best experience for any sports fan. One twenty-eight Second Avenue North in downtown Nashville. We'll
7: see you there. Fill the halls with shouts of winning! La Tis the season to be giving!
0: la 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 la! Instant games to friends and family la 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 la
2: join the joyous cash prize carol la 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 with top prizes up to $500,000 holiday instant games from the Tennessee Lottery make grand gifts find them at your nearest Tennessee Lottery retailer today please play and gift responsibly
1: the Jim Rome Show. Man, I love Facebook.
8: That's not in any way a time suck. it's such a valuable use of your time. Going on everybody else's page and posting how beautiful they look when they don't. They don't. You know they don't. Come on. Anyway, do what you want with your time. I don't want you to tell me how to spend my time. I won't say how to spend your time, but I will tell you this. Stop cropping out pictures and including yourself and then acting like, hey, my hair looked great that day my makeup was
1: perfect that day just do what i tell you with regards to this you'll be fine weekdays from 11 to 2 on nashville sports radio
2: all right who's that who's that band playing there will this would be that is los Lobos. okay let's go with something different the next time (laughs) Well, it's, it's automated in the system. <laughs> I know. Well, we're gonna go. We're gonna, we're gonna listen. Go with stuff. Hey, we, that, hey, we do. We need to pick some new. No, you we,
3: you can. Yeah. We listen. I, I've been around radio. We gonna we gonna pick our music bed from here on. It's gonna, I gonna be tell you ought to do. Yeah, that. we gonna we yeah. gonna. Yeah. We finna we're gonna step go with it some up. New music. I yeah. Good friend. I need to
2: listen. It's Sunday morning. It's NFL Sunday. The Titan Stadium is lit up. People out there sipping the sauce. The barbecue grills are going. Not I need city. some Come rockets on, man. Bumping. ooh 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 ooh. Music, bumping. Something bumping. That's what I need. And speaking about bumping, what is wrong with Draymond Green? Goodness my gracious.
4: Yeah, he needs a hug.
2: Something wrong with that boy. He needs a hug. I watched that live. I was watching that game live the other night between the Suns and the and the uh, Golden State Warriors. And and Corey, I don't know if you saw the video or will, but he 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 got touched behind from Nurky. Just, just a slight. Touch, not even a push and draymond green does what draymond green does and he turns around and a whole what do you call it a A backhand no no full fist
3: full fist backhand no no he
2: swung he swung his whole body all around and this part of the hand went right on his face knocked the seven footer onto the ground what is wrong with this guy man i mean it's it's, it's, well it's that it's that remember remember the things he's done Corey. you know punching out his teammate pool Pool ended up getting traded uh, earlier this season. Suspended for a a um, choking. Uh, 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 Rudy Gobert. I mean, it, now he's suspended indefinitely, which is appropriate, and it should have been way before this. What
3: does indefinitely mean? So that means that means you well, as, did, long as, they, they yeah, as long as they long as they feel yeah, the need. Yeah, you, you in big trouble. Suspended. Yeah, because yeah, it's yeah.
4: gonna take about twenty. Well, I won't say twenty. It's going to take about at least eight to ten games to even investigate it.
3: Yeah.
2: I mean, there ain't no investigating for me. I don't need to investigate anything on that guy anymore.
3: But who, for who fault is this? Draymond Green. This is Draymond Ron's. Or the league. Fault. I see where – No, okay. no, no. Or whose fault is this? I don't know. You tell Ooh. us. Yeah, who, what you who, got? It's the league's fault. It's the league's, fault. it's the league's fault. It's the league's fault. It's the league's fault. From Dennis Rodman on, you can stop any foolishness you want to stop. That's true. And – Uh, But, again, at the end of the day, it's it's entertainment. So the drama and toxicity, just like it drives uh, television shows and other media, uh, it gives uh, opinionated speculators like ourselves sitting behind the mic uh, room to talk about and entertain people. It gets a little rough sometimes. It's against the rules, but it it just is what it is. It's Draymond Green. Uh, He is doing what y'all allow him to do. I don't That's know true. what was said. I don't know if the man said something about his mama. I don't know. It's a lot of things that that, that go on, and, and, and a person is like, oh, I'm going to get you. I remember Heinz Ward uh, caught Rod Wilson on a um, – you have to check the film on this. I don't want to be lying. A crackback block. You know Heinz Ward was notorious oh, yeah. for just crackback. And the next time we played Steelers, like the first two plays, I think the sweep was going to the right, and I'm safety – and I see Rod cross my face going. Going over lay place. him out. He's trying to go the opposite way of the bar. Marvin's like, Rod, if you're not going to. Yeah. But we were telling him, oh, I'm going to catch you. I'm, a, I'm a going to get you. Get better you better be yeah. on your thing. And so, again, Draymond, either he's been a bully or things are happening. He's an enforcer. That's yeah. the, if he, he's, a, he's a hockey player. He's a hockey enforcer uh, and bully on the basketball and court. And you
2: know what? I don't – I. I don't. On one hand, I don't have a problem
3: with it. Uh, listen, I don't have a
2: problem with it if it if it's not impacting or hurting the team significantly. I mean, I don't mind having an enforcer on any on every NBA team or somebody that's more physical. I like the physical physicality. I think there's not enough. <coughs> excuse me, not enough physicality in the NBA. I mean, I want more. Uh, but this this is just out of out of control and. You know, wailing around on somebody that's not doesn't even see a punch coming, right? I mean, that's that, that's a, uh, go eye to eye. I mean, if you want to fight, right? If you want to go down, what did,
3: what did the guy do he, after you got hit? Uh, he, he
2: laid on the ground. I mean, he got what did his team whacked. do? Uh, a couple guys came over and, kind and of did went what? Yeah, not much. Just what did Draymond look, do? Uh, basically, walked away. I mean, it wasn't
3: so he swung on somebody. Yeah, he did. Knocked him out. Yeah, the teammates. All right, all right this is the kind of teammates. I won't. <laughs> I won't. I want Steven Jackson. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I, want, yes, I yeah. want Steven Jackson. I want Anthony Mason. I want somebody. Yeah. I want somebody that's coming in the stands
5: with yeah, me when sure. I've been
3: wronged. You feel me? Uh, like yeah. somebody like somebody, what you didn't never have wanted... to worry about was when that fan was talking cash or throwing drinks or whatever he was doing, how many more times did that happen after our went in the stands?
2: Oh man. Yeah, that was And then Stephen
3: Jackson came behind me. How many more times did you have to worry about somebody putting their hands or, or throwing something or disrespecting an athlete? That that stuff
2: stopped. I mean, if I'm on the court, I'm going after Draymond Green. Right after that happens, I'm full speed, full head. You know one thing I like about hockey. Number one, that they allow fighting. Okay. And number two, when they're gonna fight, what do they do?
3: They drop them off. They drop get, them off and it. they go
2: eye eye and they're like, let's go. That's how I'd like to see it in the NBA. I want to see. I, I want them to do. I want him. I want them to pretend that they're dropping their gloves. Like if I was in the NBA and somebody pissed me off, I'm gonna take. I'm gonna go like this. Um, and if you can see me on streaming, I'm gonna take my gloves. And I'm gonna go like this. Whoa!
3: Drop them off. But you don't have gloves on in the NBA. it like, doesn't matter. It's, 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 it's off hockey. It's a. It's a, it's it's a, a, a tribute move. to a hockey.
2: It's the coach's signature move. What, I'm gonna what, I, I, would, I, would I to fight you. I will fight you. I will fight you right now. Dropping the gloves. But and ba- ba- you know what? I'd say it too. I say, so, I say, I'm dropping the gloves. Let's go, baby. This
3: is how you know uh, Draymond believes and and think. Have have we seen have we seen anybody swing on Draymond and and, and, and connect? Back in the day, no. It's been I a while. Was, back in <laughs> yeah. back in the day when 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 sports was physical, you can you could foul somebody hard and it not be you know a a, a fight. But if you go, you know, you undercut somebody, it's gonna be some hands. Yeah. I have seen, y'all can say what y'all want, Indiana uh, uh, Hoosier, uh, um, Larry Bird. You can go get plenty of video and say what you want about this kicked t- in stereotype. Yeah. Larry Bird, white boy shoot, pass, yeah. give it. I mean, s- steals, everything. Yeah. Baller. And would fight. And would fight. Love that. Like, get swung on, but swing back. God, Stop you know what? I I,
2: did we ever see Larry Bird, Magic Johnson fight on the court? I don't think so.
3: But no, you know he what? got in a fight with, with Here, Kareem. I'm, right I'm going to say
4: this about Larry
2: Bird. Oh, by the way, praying for Kareem real quick. Yes. Remember, he had a fall at a concert, uh, broke his hip in bad shape. So uh, thoughts and prayers out to, the, in, my, in my opinion, the best center to ever play the game. But go yeah. ahead. What, what were yeah, you going
4: to say? Yeah, I definitely agree with that one. I'm going to say this about Larry Bird. Larry Bird is like the white guy that has the nothing but the utmost respect from the black community, right? So Larry Bird was that white guy that can go into the hood and be good and walk out with no scratches, yeah. Because he he built that he built that love and that respect. He earned it out there on the Listen, floor and out yeah. there in the Listen, community.
3: Let me tell you, he, he, uh, Eddie Bird, his brother, uh, I, I think also went to Indiana State. Shout out Terry Futch. You probably watching, but my high school. <laughs> On Sundays, literally, growing up, my high school, Ben Davis High School, state champions again. We do it every other year, coach. That's just what we do. <laughs> so uh, the last one. Why not every year? <laughs> well, you know, we got to share. You know, we got to oh, be givers. We, give us. Oh, you we share have it. down years. Life oh, wow. is life is yeah. peaks and valleys. Ben Davis basketball course on Sunday. True story. It might have been four or five, but them two middle courts. Yeah. If you wasn't certified, hoop. Yeah. You do not get on them court. They're not gonna Love they that. gonna bully you out of playing. But they this is this is the best ballers in Indiana coming from everywhere. And, you know, to see a guy with the skills like Bird, guys that would want to go on and go pro college, you had these two courts going at it. And guys that played on the high school team, you know, we had one or two uh uh Kenny Davis and and uh uh Henry Williams guys that, that were my age that were just ballers. And I was a football player. I was the defensive stopper, so in basketball, I would get picked up because I love to pass. And I'm a, and pick up basketball. I'm gonna take your best player full court. You yeah. saw how I did in the. Yeah, I saw what's that. What's name? I'm gonna take your best ne- player full court. I saw your nephew full, draining the winning shot against court.
2: you too. Just saying. I don't know if you remember that. <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah, anyway. I mean, look, I mean, listen, how many how many teams in the NBA would want would want Draymond Green on their team? I'm gonna answer every one of them because you you love it, but you hate it. You, you love the the, the physicality. You know, but uh, it'll be interesting to see how long he is out. But like I said, here on Sunday Morning Scramble, we talk all sports. Uh, We're opening that up right now because uh, the seasons are changing. Football season is moving forward. You got the CFP coming up. And by the way, we want to hear from you out there. If you're at the stadium, let us know what you're queuing today at 615-844-5600. What what are you queuing and what are you sipping? So uh, give us a call. Give us a call right now. Let's talk that. And speaking of uh, uh, big football coming up, the CFP, the college football playoff has been decided. Michigan and Alabama getting ready to get it on in the semifinals, and Washington and Texas getting it on in the other semifinal match. Um, I'm excited about these four teams. We already talked about teams that we thought should have got in or not get on. Uh I don't know, Texas, maybe Texas shouldn't be there, but they beat Alabama, so they deserve to be there. Uh I do mm. not here's what I here's what I do not want to see, Corey. I do not want to see a final of, of Alabama and Texas. We're either going to get Alabama and Texas or Alabama and Washington, or we're going to get Michigan and Texas or Michigan and Washington. What do you want to see? Would you prefer to see Alabama and Texas in the national championship or Alabama and Washington in the national championship?
3: I'm boycotting. Boy,
2: why? Because Vanny's not there i was just curious why would you boycott the national championship? y'all
3: see what i mean this is this is what we call being a jeff yeah you know what i'm saying, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's, it's 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 a it's a cross between a couple of body parts uh Ew. and a bad teacher Vandy's not there. you know what i'm saying <laughs> no why are
2: you boycotting
3: fsu man Oh my oh god. god, here we go. Again. You can't do it, man. Oh, you can't take you taking things from, from people because you're gonna do a little bit better business. If you're gonna do business, do business. You know, you, you could have had the highest rated uh uh college football playoff game with with Georgia and Alabama being uh 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 however you had to do it, two and three, and it'd been the highest watched game ever in the history of college football. But then you go and Trump a school that has turned out the greatest football players of, of of uh in in history. I know
4: but what that what does that have to do it with
3: It has this year? to do that they did what the what you're supposed to do. Beat the people that's on your schedule. That's what it has something to do with. But
4: I look at it like this. And, and I and I see why it, you feel that way. That's
3: period uh-huh. you 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 change it when you want to change it instead no, of using the market. But they I, were undefeated. I see why you they were feel that way. They I, were I it, but they beat they, the SEC are they better than Michigan? They run did Michigan lose? No. Okay. Did uh, uh uh Alabama lose
4: to Georgia? To Georgia, Texas.
3: Why are they in it?
2: Or no, to Texas, they lost to Texas.
3: Why are right. they in it? Because, uh, because they because won the SEC. Now they beat, think about that. They they the beat, they, they're,
2: no, they're there because they beat the uh, then undefeated Georgia.
3: How many games did they lose? One. How many games did Michigan lose? Zero. None. How many games did uh, uh, Washington? Washington lose? Zero. Zero. How many, ga- how many games did Florida State lose? Zero. Well, do you see what's what's happening? I you mean, so but okay, it's, it's about winning until we need to we okay, need to so, ex- so, exert our power. So
2: Liberty University should be playing in the national championship. No, because
3: Liberty they're, they're, they're undefeated. They, but Liberty's they undefeated. The, so now you need a you need a breaker. So well, now you got tiebreakers just like you do in the playoffs. So okay, now they both undefeated. Let's look at their common opponents. Okay. Okay. But, then let's look at that strength of schedule. Right, but
2: that's why that's why one of the reasons Florida State didn't make it to the final four teams is because they played the, the, first, a,
3: metric they play the, the no, first metric the is being undefeated. The first metric, undefeated. No, the reason why Florida, in my
4: honest opinion, you know what? And and I'm I'm gonna give a I'm gonna give a, a shout out to a certain movie on a website that you should go to. Everybody knows about. It's called National Champions. You two guys go home, watch that movie, do your homework. Tell me what you think about it next Sunday. Okay. I feel like that movie gives a beautiful depiction on how college football teams are really picked to play in a college football playoff. I say all that to say this. If you ask me, I'm going to go back to my point from last week. Make this expletive, a 32-team playoff, you give one, seeds one through eight a first-round buy. No, but we talking
3: about it in this system. Like no, why this
4: is, system talking, is screwed? I know, but, but changing why, the system next why, year, so it's it going to be year. even more screwed. No, gonna, you're, no not, gonna, you're not no. going to get you're not going to get no flashback in college. college but
3: football. Football. but you got to you got to look at the number. here's the thing: these top 12 teams are going to have the majority of the pro teams that you're going to be watching. Pro players, you watch. They're gonna and there's going to be a group of 50 of school that's going to get screwed
4: out of the top 12 every year. Yeah, but
2: but the 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 team top the team's 13 and beyond, let's say 13 to 25, in my opinion, none of those teams are going to have a chance to make to win the championship. Never know. I mean, you never know.
3: Like but, like Indiana I mean, because, basketball but, back in the day. But, no, you change you it for a reason. Top 12 is going to be It'll plenty. It be way
2: better than it was. The, the, if and I'm looking if they want to
3: go to 16 but so they don't have to give a bye. We've go to
2: break. Corey, which team doesn't deserve to be in the Final Four then? Alabama. Why? Because they lost. But they beat the team that was number one all season long and won the SEC championship.
3: What was their record? 12-1. Uh, and
2: one.
3: If they played Georgia five more times, how many times would they win? I don't know. Twice. It's the effect. So now you don't know. They lost.
2: But they won the game. They lost they to Texas. They lost. On. But Texas is another team that's in the final four teams in the nation.
3: But, again. And
2: they won the Big 12. And they won the Big
3: 12. That was, that's, again, it's like – Get some metrics and let the computer decide. Yeah, and no, that's we get how we that, got to the CSC get some, because it's BCS. Some people that know football yeah. and give them some metrics, some analytics mixed with that, and then come to it. By the, the first way, part of it, a computer, let a computer then take analytics mixed yeah. mix with the human eye and do it. But just to have a group of people doing it based on, I mean, but that's that's neither here nor Or, or there we now. could have a
4: committee full of former coaches instead of marketing, marketing guys. And then have it decided from there. I'll tell
2: you who was stubbed. You want me to tell you who was snubbed? Who was snubbed? University of Georgia. You know, I'm going to leave it at that because we got to take a break. But okay, University, of a Georgia, break. University of Georgia was stubbed in my opinion. And you haven't heard anything out of their area. I, I heard that Corey Harris is actually going to raise funds to buy participation rings for Florida State to be national champions. So he's going to get them national championship rings. I'm excited that you're offering that up, Corey. For any prime Florida time, gonna do that. Prime prime time, we'll do that. There, time. Time. I wouldn't be surprised. Lambo a Butler. Uh, listen, we want to hear from you. It's uh, it's 8:43 in the morning. We got to go to break. Uh, but on the other side, we'll take your phone calls. Uh, lines are open 615-844-5600. And or, tell you how you can give. Yeah, and tell you how to give. And oh, by the way, we, on the other side, we're also going to talk about Tim's bike drive. We had him on a couple weeks ago. He is in need. Of 30 bikes so if somebody out there has connections to help or donations to make uh please call in and talk to will uh our producer he's happy today so you he's got christmas joy in his heart he's got that joy 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 down in his heart go to break oh, down in his heart today. see you on the other side
3: the What's up, Nashville? This is Corey Harris, Super Bowl champion of 2000, Baltimore Ravens. And the only thing that Coach Tanjus likes more than the L.A. Chargers is double dogs.
2: Ah, yeah, Corey, double dogs. This is the coach, Greg Tanjus, from the wonderful new show, live show that is the Sunday Morning Scramble. It is the coach, and it is Corey, Super Bowl champion on that show. But we do love one thing better than all of that. It is double dogs in Gallatin. It is the spot for beer for sports. They've got the biggest screens they've got the coldest beers and guess what it's dog friendly and not only that you can walk in today and ask for the coach's special which is a double dog double dogs with chili and cheese and not one but two hot dogs it is double dogs in gallatin and that is at 1620 nashville pike tell them coach ton just sent you
3: This is Corey Harris, SEC legend, Super Bowl champion. If you want a great game day experience, you need to go down to DraftKings Sports & Social, downtown Nashville.
2: Oh, yeah, Corey, DraftKings Sports & Social. There's only 14 of them, and we've got one of them here in downtown Nashville at 128 2nd Avenue North in downtown Nashville. Listen, anybody that loves to watch sports he has to go here. They got a VIP lounge that overlooks the Cumberland River, and into Nissan Stadium. This place is unbelievable with the biggest screens and the best experience for any sports fan. 128 2nd Avenue North in downtown Nashville. We'll see you there Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code LIFT for an extra 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's promo code LIFT. You can cash out anytime, right to your bank account, to PayPal, or any gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code LIFT for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code LIFT.
3: What's up, Nashville? This is Super Bowl champion Corey Harris. And anybody that loves sports knows that if you can't score, you can't win. So you should absolutely. Absolutely consider protecting your family and your assets with State Farm.
6: Thanks, Corey. Hey everybody, this is Lauren Tullis, State Farm agent in Hendersonville. And if you like watching some of the best, like Corey Harris, you should be protected by the best. Contact us today to get your free quote at LaurenTullis.com. Like a good neighbor, Lauren Tullis State Farm is there.
1: This is the Greg Fogue and John Burton Show. I'm not surprised,
8: and I think Kevin Byer
2: gets it. Producer Debbie is not happy.
8: Well, she shouldn't be when they ran off Jeff Fisher, that no one was happy about that because everybody loved him. It it was all business. He's due $14 million next year, okay? Not going to be on the roster next year. Get
1: something for him. Greg Fogue and News Channel 5's John Burton. WNSR. Nashville Sports Radio.
5: All right,
2: all right. See, so now that's what I'm talking about—a little Molly Hatchet. See, I, I, I I'm, I'm kind of done with all the, the orchestra music that Will has chosen on this playlist. That he he would have been a
3: kicker on the, on the locker room. Yeah, that's a, that's yeah, kicker he music. Kicker, he would have yeah. been playing that kicker yep. music.
2: I, I agree. I could see Will as the kicker.
3: A punter, like... punter, uh, he'd
2: be a punter. He's just tall. Kick the stereotypes, tires. rest in heaven, Reggie yeah. Roby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From, lived in Nashville. I remember Reggie Roby, yeah. Miami Dolphin, he used right? to it and time himself. He used to boom you know. that thing. Boom man. that thing. Hey, call in right now and help Will understand that uh he doesn't have to be angry all his life. It's a giving season at 615-844-5600. 614-844-5600. Uh, we are uh taking verbal donations to encourage Will this morning. So if you're out there listening to us at the stadium,
3: Or you you can call in, Coach. Remember, we can call in and tell us why you think Will is so angry, right? You can do that. Call us. Call in at 615-844-5600, and you can help me and Coach figure out why Tammy Lewis of the Collective always tells me to stop messing with Will. But, Tammy, we need to know why is Will so angry? Somebody call in and and let us know. Maybe Jeff even. Jeff, you probably know. You diagnose things. He does. You diagnose coaches tonsillitis. tonsillitis, And so maybe you can call back in, Jeff, and let us know. Why is Will so
2: angry? We need your help today, fans (laughs) out there listening. And we need your help with something else. It is the giving season. Uh, We're going to talk about uh, Kick the Stereotypes and some really exciting news. Two events uh, coming up for Kick the Stereotypes and Corey's Foundation one thing that we have in need is we need 30 bikes. It is the bike giveaway that Tim, who was on the show a couple weeks ago, he's at my, my dealership, Rhythm CDJR, over in Madison, Chrysler Dodge Deep Ram, at Rhythm, and Tim is there. He His heart has been touched uh, by uh, a bike giveaway that he's done. This is year five, and he tries to give away you know 60, 70, 100 bikes. And he's already got more than enough. He doesn't have enough. So he needs 30 bikes. If you want to donate some bikes, donate some dollars to this cause, it's a great cause. Uh, the bikes are going to be given away at the end of the week. Uh, please call Will. Uh, Happy Will.
3: Actually, uh, Coach, we can also, look, if you go to kickthestereotypesfoundation.org, yes. kickthestereotypesfoundation.org. Yes. A couple of things. One of the things that we're, we're wanting to do is help Tim in this cause. So... um Go to that site. You can uh, donate, coach. Everything that's coming through that. Uh, there you go. On, this, on today, we'll be, be going to that. But also, giving. This is giving season. Yes, I can one hundred percent say, coach, that we are here doing this show. Um, I believe one is it's a it's a platform that God has given us to be able no to doubt. make an impact. Not just when there is um, some na- supernatural disaster, right or the giving season, I believe, and have watched you for a couple of years now, and you are a giver, a over giver. Thank you. In, in fact, try to be. You know what I mean. That's why you should go buy a car from for, with, with Coach because he's gonna he's gonna give you he's gonna give you everything that that he can. And with that thought in my in mind, just like we on this radio station, yeah. being able to be on here in this radio station, always in our ear about their money, we need to be able to make sure that we are able to keep this platform. Yeah. And so for sure, um, we're going to ask you to go to kickstereotypesfoundation.org uh, with uh, my, the good guy, Terry? Tim. Tim, the good guy. Tim, the good guy. I'm tripping. Tim, the good guy, um, giving bikes to kids. Yes. And if you grew up in America during a certain period of time, the bikes, the bikes oh, man. my goodness. All I the mean, time, man. And so it's, it's a great cause. Uh, we 30 bikes short, but also... We want to support. We want you guys to help us support um, the Sunday Morning Scramble. Uh, Coach and I are looking forward to doing some more live, yes, um, Coach uh, remote coaching. Corey the Sunday Morning Scramble um, and Draft Kings. Yes. We wanna we want to apologize on behalf of the Sunday Morning Scramble. Mm-hmm. You haven't heard the name Draft Kings throughout the week or th- during our show. We are going to fix that, but they have been. Uh, uh, they have treated us great, phenomenal. You know, uh, phenomenal uh, uh, people. Yes. Anytime you call, uh, they've been able to to help us out. We're looking forward to hopefully doing our uh, winter fundraiser. And speaking of things coming up with Kicking yes, Stereotypes, kids Stereotypes, Let's Play Soccer Day is the vehicle that we're using to yes. serve our mission, which is taking the world's game, football, known as soccer, yes. in America into the, the heck, black I mean. communities yes. of the United yes. States, yes. like yes. black. The black community is the only community in the world that d- does not play the game by the masses, and so through Let's Play Soccer Day, one of your first experiences being on the, on the, in the, on the pitch with a world class instructor yes. Brent Goulet, learning these things, but more importantly, uh, being able to see the diversity that comes. And I have I am very intentional about this part of it because again, being the only community in the world to not play such a fabulous game, so we know that through the Community Foundation and Kick the Stereotypes the collective and the people that are uh, are helping us we're going to be able to change kids experiences with let's play soccer day we had a great let's play soccer Love day in it. november and our next one we have rescheduled and postponed that day. we're going to it's going to be on uh february the 19th i think that's february presidents 19th. day Perfect. that's a monday parents a great great 6 hours uh for your child to be in a safe emotionally safe a holistic, uh, uh, a nurturing environment with people that love children that are, uh, uh, educated and verse people like myself. Um, don't give me your keys cause I'll lose them, but give me your <laughs> kids. I promise you they'll come back, uh, motivated and uh, inspired I've seen the
2: video, man. I've seen the video of the last one that was done. It was incredible. Uh, you know, so, so awesome seeing the kids. They got to uh, do a lot of things, play video games. They had these big trucks that had video games set up in them. Super cool. And I'm not talking just put together. I'm talking like real setups with couches and lounges and screens. And and then I loved my favorite part of every video that I saw. Um, my favorite part was the um, uh, when they first got there, they were lined up, the kids were lined up on the wall, and they got to take a soccer ball and walk up and be like a pro player and put the soccer ball underneath their foot and they got to take photographs take the Man. yeah just the smiles and and happiness you know um and and the thing I what I love about Corey are a lot of things but his passion for this but if you think about it you know the African community African American community there's other sports that traditionally they are not involved in and and hockey you know um uh, Tennessee State is going to be the first HBCU team to field a a college hockey program um,
3: which is awesome but, which is which is the which is the the umbrella mission and vision is to take all of these sports. Yes, the the the, the children and the communities. That's what I exactly. What you're saying. You know the other saying. thing. You know the other thing. Is, I'm thinking about it.
2: That's a big, big sport worldwide. That's not very big here in our country. Uh, it, it definitely has increased. Is 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 bike bicycling and and the racing, the Lance Armstrongs, the the massiveness of that. That's another sport. That's a major sport worldwide. I mean, European. Bicycling events are massive um, that, again, African-Americans are not traditionally involved in that, uh, uh, in bicycling, whether it's hockey. Uh, we've got we talked about this, Corey, uh, bowling. Right.
3: Yeah. Strike out. A, we we strike out a literacy. There like, we go. Yes. When's the last yes. time you drove you've driven through uh, and, and I'll say a, a, a middle class black neighborhood, not not one where it is written with violence, because I understand that when is the last time you you've driven through a neighbor a, a middle class black neighborhood um and it had parks like you see in Williamson County like it had facilities when's the last time you've seen a great bowling alley yeah or yeah. when is the last time you've seen a black kid with a lacrosse or or it, it, these are all things that are bridges to close gaps you're talking about physical epidemics uh, uh youth obesity you know soccer is a poor man's sport yet the poor people of of color specifically the black community we don't play and so our our first what i call year zero this this year where we land the foundation and we're going across tennessee 10 other cities uh beyond nashville every month with let's play soccer day love it we're going to have a, a couple of uh, major summer events, but also again, hopefully, dra- with the DraftKings situation works out, we'll have a fundraiser uh, the last Saturday in January, which is Perfect. no football, right? It's right. Yeah. It's the Saturday before, before the, the Super Bowl, uh, yeah. before the uh, NFC and AFC oh, Championship, right. yeah. the twenty seventh. And so, you know, we're looking forward to it. We want to give, and, and 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 this is this is really organic, coach, how we met, um, and what we did uh, in terms of the draft and, yeah. and speaking and then to be here to have made it through some of the things that we went through in carving like what what this really is supposed to be and right, what it's about right, right. and to come here and watch you still constantly give and give uh, uh till you don't have any more you know it inspires me and so we are going we want to be a platform that is making an impact we want to bring uh people on here that um do break the stereotype yes definitely uh, like and-
2: El- ellington was a great example uh, you know, playing over in Spain, we had him on what a few weeks ago. Yep, Ellison uh, Fuller, who is going to
3: be an official, It's not done yet. He's going to be official, uh, ambassador of Kick the Stereotypes. Yeah, father played professional football for uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Mom is a, is a, is a great, great Nashville product, Tennessee State. They are a wonderful yeah. people. So, I love it. we're looking forward to it, especially the kid that what the bowler. I can't wait till we get him. I gotta get his and name, you know. What's your what's it's, your it's, co- a, college he's 14 name?
2: 14 years old, yeah. Um, Elsie at at one of the sales managers with me at uh rhythm cdjr Elsie should call in or i should call him actually but um he's 14 year old phenom um in fact we probably you know what i am going to call Elsie and get him on the phone as part of the kick the stereotypes because he's a professional bowler we as well. need to get him in yeah, and do so a bowling we, event yeah, with we him. do to do that uh but you know kick the stereotypes uh Corey, uh, information on how people can get connected to Kick the Stereotypes. What do so we need to please do?
3: just go to the uh, website, kickthestereotypesfoundation.org, and you can register. You'll be able to register. I, we don't just want you to register for the specific event. We want you to register so that we have your information so that we can communicate with right. you, let you know what's going on. And right now, it's it's uh, the World's Game football, but it'll eventually be very soon. Tennis, uh, baseball. Love it. Uh, we're connecting all our resources to be able to give these kids and our community underserved, uh, real, hey, real superstar
2: Vandy. Uh, the the kid uh, played for the Kansas City Royals, played for Vandy, young kid that made it all the way. We, they took him from Double A this past season, ended up as starting, uh, starting for the Kansas City Royals. Right here in right our here backyard, in Nashville. so yeah, we, we got to make
3: these, we got to make these Man, partnerships dude, to get 2024
2: it done. 2024 is going to be awesome, and what's going to be awesome is the next hour is going to be all NFL access unbelievable game. We will review last Monday night with the Titans and Dolphins. Upset. Upset. Usher. Usher. It was unbelievable that game and the Titans, who nobody thought they would win. We are excited that on the other side, we're going to talk Titans football. Review the Dolphins game. We're also going to talk Titans and Texans. You are listening to the Sunday Morning Scramble on the other side. We'll see you there.
3: What's up, Nashville? This is Super Bowl champion Corey Harris. And anybody that loves sports knows that if you can't score, you can't win. So you should absolutely consider protecting your family and your assets with State Farm.
6: Thanks, Corey. Hey, everybody, this is Lauren Tullis, State Farm agent in Hendersonville. And if you like watching some of the best, like Corey Harris, you should be protected by the best. Contact us today to get your free quote at LaurenTullis.com. Like a good neighbor, Lauren Tullis State Farm is there.
3: What's up, Nashville? This is Corey Harris, Super Bowl champion of 2000 Baltimore Ravens. And the only thing that Coach Tonjes likes more than the LA Chargers is double dog.
2: Ah, yeah, Corey, double dogs. This is the coach, Greg Tonjes, from the wonderful new show, live show that is the Sunday morning scramble. It is the coach, and it is Corey, Super Bowl champion on that show. But we do love one thing better than all of that. It is Double Dogs in Gallatin. It is the spot for beer, for sports. They've got the biggest screens. They've got the coldest beers. And guess what? It's dog-friendly. And not only that, you can walk in today and ask for the coach's special, which is a double dog, double dogs with chili and cheese, and not one but two hot dogs. It is Double Dogs in Gallatin, and that is at 1620 Nashville Pike. Tell him Coach Tonja sent you.
1: Let's do it tonight. Let's go get it. Broadcasting live from the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center Studios. Welcome back to the Sunday Morning Scramble. Your recipe for sports to feed your sports fandom. The Sunday Morning Scramble is brought to you by Nashville Toyota North, State Farm Hendersonville, Agent Lauren Tullis, and Double Dogs Gallatin. Call or text the Sunday Morning Scramble. 615-844-5600. 615-844-5600. Now, here are your hosts of the Sunday Morning Scramble, Super Bowl champion Corey Harris and Air Force veteran and coaching legend Greg Tanjes.
2: Somebody in here, here, Coach.
4: Corey going.
2: is very angry for some reason, and during the break, I have no idea he started talking about somebody put salt in his grits. Yeah, he, he said his wife why.
4: put salt in his grits. Yeah, and, I'm like, what in know, the world? That was an analogy. Of, we, you know, but, we know.
3: But um, did she, did you, so co- converting your anger to... Uh, uh, Laughter? No, to an Joy? asset on the field. Oh, like, yeah, I had yeah. a friend call me one time. Uh, she went to UT. She calls me after the Dallas game. I had an interception in which the, I think the center ran me down. Oh, wow. Me, wow. And pulled my... Somebody said, you're showing your ass, ain't you, Corey? I said, what? They said, literally, you know, you were showing your graduate <laughs> pants and I had <laughs> you know and pulled my whole thing down on... on. Corey and, <laughs> Booty showing on <laughs> national TV. And she said, wow. she said... She said, "Are you okay?" She's like, you, "You, you, are. Were you? Are you angry? Were you mad today? Like, what's what's going on?" And I just busted out laughing. Because, like literally that game. I was was I was personally I was mad. I had some things going on that had me angry, and I put it out there. So I'm angry today. I'm angry today. So yep. hopefully y'all you know, can they feel say my th- anger. They
2: say things. They think, You know, you know uh, you know you get influenced by people sometimes, and you know I would have to say that Will and his anger. Uh, and rage sometimes rage uh, oh my has, has worn God. off in a little bit, but
3: I'll tell you where some rage. Came. But he doesn't throw things and cuss when not he's angry. No, not yet, he? no, not
2: yet. He's got a bowling uh, uh, pin over there. He might start throwing at us sometimes. But you know who's angry? Who oh. was angry? I think. I think the Tennessee Titans were really angry last Boy, Monday yes. night. Mm. They were. I mean, think about it, Corey. If you if if nobody's giving you a chance at Miami, this so-called high-powered offense that put up 70 points on the uh, Denver Broncos a few weeks ago and the Tennessee Titans go in there down 14 points with under four minutes to play. And what happens, Corey? They come all the way back and win the game by one. I mean, I mean, do you think that teams take some things personal when it comes to being counted out, Corey? I do.
3: They take things personal, but that doesn't matter. How you feel about it doesn't yeah. matter, but when you get disrespected like yep. that, what happens is you end up locking in. You end up focusing. You end up playing discipline, doing your job, and although you don't to play a perfect game, because you are more locked in. Because and maybe even the coaches, like play callers, get locked in too. They have distractions too, and I think that's the thing. You have regular life going on, and so yeah. any given week, they the show any given Sunday. You don't know what a guy's man's, uh, mindset is like. Right, right, You don't know what the offensive coordinator did last night. It's been instances where someone was out drinking and doing everything. Sure. I've been in strip clubs. Forgive me, mama. I've been in strip <laughs> clubs the night before the game and seen coaches.
2: Sure, yeah. I mean –
3: Right, they're, so, you, they're, so, they're still living
2: life I mean but I'm just saying listen to me they locked they were locked in they were locked in and and you know you know I I do believe in signature wins in an early career with Will Levis that's a signature win so far from him to go into Miami but listen to me will Levis was dropping dimes. he threw a pass on the outside flat to uh DeAndre Hopkins in three he DeAndre Hopkins was right in the middle and three defenders were around him. And he dropped that football in there like he got, got DeAndre Hopkins whacked by three defenders. You,
3: you know what they call that? What's that? <clears throat> Dog. That's Eyes a of water. That's a professional throw. That's what's expected. If you were covering yeah. uh, if, you, if you were playing with, with Troy Aikman, you could have the man covered, your hand right here, his fingertips mm-hmm. right there, and what's my big boy to play tight end? Uh uh Jay uh, Novacek. Yeah, Jay Novacek, yeah. Listen, he gonna catch it. That's what that's what great. And That's why I said I would rather. And he got a cannon too. If he gets, if he gets accurate, who is it's a wrap. Okay, okay. Look, enough of me talking because me and you can talk all yeah, day. Yeah, we, we talk have all we day have long a days. we have a real professional joining us today, a coach. A professional that is Teresa Walker, sports
2: writer for the Associated Press and talking Titans football. Miss Teresa, welcome to the Coach and Corey Show. You are on the Sunday Morning Scramble. How are you?
9: I am good. How are y'all doing?
2: We are blessed and not stressed. We are just having some fun this morning with Corey, Super Bowl champion, and the coach here. And so, uh, where are you calling in from? Are you here in Nashville?
9: I am in Nashville. I'm going to be heading to the stadium here in a few minutes. We'll uh, meet you down there. Absolutely. <laughs> you
3: can leave the tickets in, in Corey, C O R E Y, Harris, like Paris with an extra R. There you go. No <laughs> Kelly. <laughs>
9: Hey, well, so, as I tell all my friends and family, you got to get your own tickets. So. <laughs> there you
2: go. That makes it simple and easy. And uh it wasn't easy on the Miami Dolphins last Monday night, Teresa. I'll tell you what, man, I one of the most thrilling football games I've watched in a long time, really all season, to see the Titans play like that. And the question for you what did I mean, nobody really thought that the Titans would go into Miami and win that game, right? Am I wrong or right? Other than the Titans players.
9: Well, I, I'm going to say, uh, Paul Kaharski said it like the Thursday before that game, that he had a feeling. And how many times have we seen, you know, Mike Vrabel? I mean, Mike Vrabel and the Titans, anyone remember? They were not favored when they went into New England against Tom Brady and ended up ending his career with the Patriots with an interception, pick six by Jason McCourty, yeah. and, and staying alive. Then they they weren't picked to go into Baltimore, Now, granted, that was a much better team with a winning record, uh, but, you know, they still have Derrick Henry. And it just feels like, I mean, Mike Rabel, people, you know, forget that this guy can coach. And the fact that they played a season-high 10 rookies Monday night and, you know, Will Levis, first uh, 300-passing game of his career. And they had the ball like four minutes and 35 seconds of that fourth quarter. And down two touchdowns off of two bad mistakes. It's like, you know, I, I didn't think that, you know, uh, you know, yes, there'd been a change in special teams coach, but it's like when the ball is bouncing mm. and you know, you're near your own goal line, you're not supposed to get near the ball. You're supposed to back away. Right. And so it's like and then, you know, yeah, a rookie mistake by Levis, just a little bad pitch that you know, a little high and behind Derrick Henry. But uh, you know, he responded. And if you're a Titans fan, I think that you should be excited. You know, I know that I've I've heard a lot of people saying, just tank, 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 get a high draft pick. Well, I'll I'll counter. Look at how many people that they have taken in the first round over the last 15, 20 years. How many first-rounders have they signed to second contracts, okay? They didn't sign Vince Young, Jake Locker, Marcus Mariota, Corey Davis, Jack Conklin to second contracts you know the draft pick doesn't matter teaching all these kids led by will levis how to win and how to win now mm. with the veterans that you do have signed to longer term contracts jeffrey simmons harold landry uh amani hooker who was all over the field on defense yep. that's what matters and seeing will levis think about this if not for a one missed extra point two weeks ago against the Colts, this team could be on a three-game winning streak
2: that's true that is very very true uh Super Bowl champion Corey Harris with the Baltimore Ravens has a thought for you as well.
3: Hey, Teresa, this is Corey. One of the things you you just said and and it's something I'm I'm big in and I don't know that it's it's consistent or systematic in in the pros and I want to ask you this about Braves. One, with the versatility that that he had, he talks about multiplicity but as a what what type of motivator is he and and what kind of energy is is put on just that thing? Like the development of young guys, like no, you you don't have to tank because you can compete. If you lose, you lose. But giving your guys the opportunity, like what type of of motivator is he, and and do you see that they're willing to 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 sow into the roots and, and develop the guys that they that they get, the young guys that they get.
9: Well, I'll point back to this. Look at the last uh, three years. You know, in twenty twenty one, most players used because of injuries in an on-strike season, and they earned the number one seed. Why? That's because they had coaches that, you know, are, are getting guys up to their speed in that system, what they need them to do. They had guys that they were bringing in on a Wednesday, starting on a Sunday, and helping them win games. So I think that, you know, with these rookies, You know, you you know, and yes, there were a lot of you know. People seem don't to not notice that there was a whole bunch of coaching changes this off season, but uh, you know, that's the thing that under Mike Vrabel, they've been able to get guys up to speed quickly with what they're asking them to do in a specific game and game situation, whether it's a sub package or something like that. They are asking them to do things and getting them to do it. So I do see development. The fact that Will Levis, think about this, DeAndre Hopkins. You know he's got an incentive-laden contract, mm. and as he pointed out, you know after Monday night when people were like, "Well, why didn't you sign with Buffalo? Why didn't you sign with Kansas City?" He pointed out the Titans were the only one that made him an offer. Well, you know what? Another little detail. Uh, one of the incentives was for so many touchdown passes, and he's hit that minimum of six. They've all come with Will Levis at quarterback. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, he, I mean, think about this. You've got a three-time All-Pro helping your rookie quarterback yeah. grow, yeah. Yes. communicate, and he did not complain or fuss or throw a diva att- attitude fit when Will Levis was yelling at him two weeks ago when there was miscommunication. They have a relationship where they can do that and communicate. To me, that is something that is set by the coaches and you know, to have that open communication to make sure that everybody's on the right same page and – I mean, it, it it's fun to watch, but yes, that message is getting through. I mean, think about it. You got a, two rookies on your left side of your line, sixth round pick in Jalen Duncan, mm-hmm. uh first rounder in Peter Sklonsky that we knew was gonna start at left guard from the from the start because they made it clear. And when Andre Dillard wasn't getting it done, mm-hmm. they went with Jalen Duncan because they they got him to a point of development that they felt comfortable putting him in to an NFL game and now he's he's become the starter at that spot. So uh, that, to me, is a sign of the development that is going on with this group. And, and shoot, uh, I'm trying to think. Uh, uh, I'm, uh, Harold Landry the other day was talking about uh, assistant coach Lori Locus. You know, she helps uh, Ryan Crow coach the outside linebackers. And, and, and he, he's pointing out things that she's doing to help them grow. And, and for anyone who thinks that that woman doesn't have uh, the ear of players in the locker room when she's pointing out stuff, you got a Super Bowl ring. So, you know, that's, that's <laughs> right. my point. And I just retweeted Teron Davenport's got. Mike Vrabel, you know, they're doing the Titan, oil, the Oilers throwbacks today yes, against the team them. that replaced them in Houston. Mike Vrabel showed up wearing a cowboy hat today in yeah. honor of the late Bumseller. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah,
3: I
2: love it. I
3: love it. I, I need one it. of them 86 jerseys, yeah. Teresa. You think you can grab me one of them? <laughs> uh,
2: we're,
9: uh, uh, hey,
2: we're talking to my Teresa. My family has
9: to get their own stuff as well.
2: <laughs> we're talking Teresa Walker, sports writer for the Associated Press, talking Titans football. You know, I was, uh, uh, to your point, and to the coaching staff setting a tone, a tone was set this week that I think may be the most important thing that's happened this season, and that's that the Titans and the coaching staff and the owners are not going to put up with crap from players, uh, i.e. Tart uh being cut, being released. What Did you have any insight as to what really went on to end up getting him cut? Because I like it, because it sounded like he had a bad attitude and some issues that he was bringing to the team, that the team's like, you're out of here, buddy.
9: Well, that's the thing, and it's funny that after the reports came out on Friday afternoon, when he missed practice all week and a week ago Friday for quote personal reasons, right? Uh, and personal reason, reasons can cover an awful lot of stuff, from family issues to you know uh, attitude issues. But that's the thing, you know. He he started spinning by tweeting, "Thank you for you know, you know releasing me." Jaleel Johnson's a guy that you know he's back on this team when he was released because they had they needed somebody in another position, you know, he kinda went off and you know on social media and said that and then later deleted the tweet, you know, like the defense is holding him down, look at the other problems. And well mm. he found a way to work it out with the coaches. He's back on this team. Yep. Uh to your tart though, I mean, you know, they gave him a four point three million dollar tender. And you know, when you when you show somebody the money you know, you, you know, the expectation in that locker room and, and from the coaching staff on down is that you work for it. You right. do your job, you know, and, and that includes conditioning, paying attention, doing your job, and, you know, it was just, you know, there were times T.R. Tart was just, you know, you'd see him every now and then, and it's like, oh, yeah, he's available now, but you were not seeing him show up, play in, play out like he did last season, and, you know, uh, there are all sorts of uh, behind-the-scenes talk of what's been going on. I'll just say this: he's gone, and if you're going to be a problem in that locker room, you're not hanging around. So they're not tolerating that stuff. And and that's the thing, Mike Brable, I, I know there's a lot of people that look at this man as a former linebacker and think he's he's nothing but a knucklehead, but uh, he played the game for 14 years. He won three Super Bowl rings. He has an expectation, and he makes it clear what he wants from players and he works with them and his coaching staff works with them to get them to where they want them to be. But when, when there's a problem, they're going to find somebody else. And that's been made very, very clear.
2: I love it. And uh, again, we're speaking with Teresa Walker sports writer uh, associated press with Titans. Got about 30 seconds left. Uh, Two keys to the game today for the Titans uh, here at home playing the Houston, uh, the CJ Stroud lists, uh, getting Case Keenum playing quarterback for the Houston Texans. What are the two keys to the game that you have, Teresa?
9: Well, they're going to be on their third right tackle as well because George Fan and C.J. Stroud did not uh, travel with this team. Their top two receivers are down as well. Now the problem is this is a good Houston defense under D'Amico Ryan's, but they have got to move the ball. They've got to play keep away. This offense has got to find a way to stay on the field and, and and get points on the board. They've done that very well in Nissan Stadium. And uh, this offense has got to make—I mean, excuse me—the defense has got to make Keith Keenum's life miserable and take advantage of the fact that they are missing Tank Dell, Nico Collins, and mm. some of you know—and and, and get pressure on him and get off the field over and over again. They should not be allowing Houston some long drives.
2: I like it. Uh, Teresa, it has been awesome having you on. You are welcome all the time uh, on our show anytime. And uh, Teresa Walker, sports writer for the Associated Press. And, uh, man, thanks so much for your insight. Outstanding insight. Uh, Looking forward to the game today and uh, sipping some drinks and (laughs) eating some barbecue. Drinks. By the way, Teresa, stadium food to me is the greatest food in the world to eat. And he means that. And I mean that.
9: Hey, you get yourself a good hot dog. Oh, Uh I, I, I'm sorry. I mean, I, I can live on hot dogs. Yeah, so I, I can't do. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna fight you. At
2: halftime of every game that I coached in high school football, my wife would be waiting at the gate there as we were walking into the locker room, and she would always bring me one hot dog to eat at halftime. I loved it, man. It's awesome.
3: You eat a hot dog at
2: halftime every single the game, bro.
9: Best guys, best stadium the food G's I ever had. Greedy.
2: Where's the best stadium <laughs> food you ever had, Teresa? <laughs>
9: Covering the NAIA uh, national championship in Savannah at the high school where they were cooking fresh mm. Tennessee River catfish right next.
2: Get out of here! Yeah, Corey, no, we need to go down there one time.
6: Absolutely, I love it. Tennessee well, Teresa, we appreciate catfish. you.
2: We appreciate you taking some time out of your schedule and uh, enjoy the game. I, I predict the Titans are going to win this one running away. That's my prediction.
9: Uh, I, they may not run away with it because the Texans somehow always find a way to make it tight. But I think it's going to be a fun
2: game. It's going to be fun, Teresa. And you've been fun having you on our our show. Thanks so much. And uh, the coach and Corey says, thank you. We'll see you you soon.
9: My pleasure. Take care.
2: Take care. Uh, Teresa Walker, sports writer, Associated Press, talking Titans. Some really good insights there in terms of Rabel and his leadership. And I like it that we talked about that really more than we talked about the X's X's and O's. Because that's the difference maker when you go to Miami and you beat them like that. And not only that, when you're down 14 with us in four minutes to go, he still had the team believing they could win the game, I'm sure. You know what I mean, Corey?
3: Doubt, doubt can kill kill your uh road to your goals. So yeah. uh Will Levis getting in there uh and, and doing some of the things that he's done has increased his confidence. Having a guy like uh D hop uh be there to, yeah. to to give you what he's thinking and and real live time information. And so the quarterback position is about information intake and information processing. Some are long-term, some are, are reactive, but at the end of the day, he has the mental toughness and the physical uh, skill to be a be a very good quarterback. Yeah, and I love so it. I, I love think it. The, I think the, the staff recognizes that. I think, like you said, bravo has 13 touchdowns as a uh, – receptions, I think, as a middle linebacker. Isn't what are we crazy. talking about? He played under the greatest – one of the greatest coaches ever and has three wings, so – He's definitely somebody that, I mean, like the song says, do it like a champion. Do you want it to be like a champion, champion. Learn from the champion.
4: I, I will say this, and then and I'll let you guys take it a break. The addition of DeAndre Hopkins has done nothing but just increase the experience level of guys like Westbrook, Akine, or Colton Dalla. I want to say he, he hasn't played much throughout the season. Right. But, you know, that receiver room now, which is, let's just be honest, has kind of been known as a joke yeah, for the past few years. They're now starting to be taken seriously.
2: Yeah, and you know what? Speaking of, we got to go to break. But uh, Traylon Verks just still be, be is still just unseen week to week. I just don't get it, man. I think he wants out. I don't get rid think be a he, I he, guess they have is to. Is it still I mean, injury? No, he's been playing. He's just a non I think he had one catch on Monday night. Yeah, maybe? well, he could something could
3: like be that. A year learning to be a pro, we never know what's going on. I don't know the what's scenes, going on but...
2: but what we know is going on is we got the coaching Corey here on the Sunday morning scramble with Angry Will, uh, the producer. And after Angry the break, we're going to talk to Jonathan Alexander. Houston Chronicle, Houston Texans to talk about the surprising season that these Houston Texans are having and what are they going to be the keys to the game today. You are listening to the Sunday Morning Scramble right here on WNSR Nashville Sports Radio. We will see you on the other side.
3: The other side. What's up, Nashville? This is Super Bowl champion Corey Harris. And anybody that loves sports knows that if you can't score, you can't win. So you should absolutely consider protecting your family and your assets with State Farm.
6: Thanks, Corey. Hey, everybody, this is Lauren Tullis, State Farm agent in Hendersonville. And if you like watching some of the best, like Corey Harris, you should be protected by the best. Contact us today to get your free quote at LaurenTullis.com. Like a good neighbor, Lauren Tullis State Farm is there.
3: This is Corey Harris, SEC Legends Super Bowl champion. If you want a great game day experience, you need to go down to DraftKings Sports & Social, downtown Nashville.
2: Oh, yeah, Corey, DraftKings Sports & Social. There's only 14 of them, and we've got one of them here in downtown Nashville at 128 2nd Avenue North in downtown Nashville. Listen, anybody that loves to watch sports he has to go here. they got a VIP lounge that overlooks the cumberland river and into nissan stadium this place is unbelievable with the biggest screens and the best experience for any sports fan 128 second avenue north in downtown nashville we'll see you there
3: What's up, Nashville? This is Corey Harris, Super Bowl champion of 2000, Baltimore Ravens. And the only thing that Coach Tanjus likes more than the L.A. Chargers is Double Dog.
2: Ah, yeah, Corey, Double Dogs. This is the coach, Greg Tanjus, from the wonderful new show, live show that is the Sunday Morning Scramble. It is the coach, and it is Corey, Super Bowl champion on that show. But we do love one thing better than all of that. It is Double Dogs in Gallatin. It is the spot for beer for sports. They've got the biggest Greens. They've got the coldest beers. And guess what? It's dog friendly. And not only that, you can walk in today and ask for the Coach's Special, which is a double dog, double dogs with chili and cheese and not one, but two hot dogs. It is Double Dogs in Gallatin. And that is at 1620 Nashville Pike. Tell them Coach just sent you.
9: This project is funded by the Tennessee Department of Mental Health and Substance Abuse Services.
1: It's the McFarland Show with Darren McFarland and Fox
2: 17's Justin McFarland.
8: I lose to Alabama, I'm depressed. I just didn't expect
10: to collapse when you get excited in the first half.
2: Yeah, halftime, you were probably dancing. Oh man, yeah, it was kind of depressing. I don't think it's because Vols fans were like, we lost in Tuscaloosa?
7: Like, so disappointing. It's really about what happened, right? It was like two different games.
1: The McFarland Show with Darren and Justin on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR. Hey,
2: so yeah, we're back, and you uh, see, so who's
4: that? What band is that? That's a country Are, are you? Band, right? Are you? Are you about to start? No,
3: no, he probably, he probably. Well, I don't know, I don't know. We're
4: gonna, we're gonna see. Anyway, this is uh Dalbert McClinton. What do you think about this Nicole? I like it because we're in the music city. You know, it's
2: in the south. Okay, okay. Music. I'm not a country music fan per Neither se. Neither am I, so I get uh, But one. you know, it's good. I like and, that man. And
3: we're two, know, two and a half know, hours know, away from the start game. Oh, when I, start, when we get to start slapping people, there here, we, we, we go, baby. It. So yeah, it's that's real. Like,
2: this is all NFL Access hour here on the Sunday morning scramble on Nashville Sports Radio. I know you're out at the stadium. I know you're already sipping some sauce. I know you're already putting some sauce on some meat out there on those grills. And uh, we want callers to call in and let us know what you're cooking up out there and give us your prediction uh, for this game today at the stadium, at Nissan Stadium, between the Titans and the surprising Houston Texans. And with that said, we have our special guest caller, To talk Houston uh, Texans football, that is Jonathan Alexander of the Houston Chronicle. To talk about this surprising season, or maybe it's not a surprising season. How have you looked at it? And welcome to the show. You're talking to the coach and Corey Super Bowl champion. How are you, Jonathan?
11: I'm good. How are y'all?
2: We're doing great this morning. We're doing great. Is is it a surprising season to you and to uh, fans and to the Houston Texans? Or is it just this is business as usual and this is what we expected? surprising because of
11: how bad they were offensively last year they were in the bottom category of most uh, passing categories last season and it was dependent on how good C.J. Stroud was going to be in his first year I don't think anybody expected him to play at the level that he's playing at Uh, he's breaking you know rookie records he's having one of the best seasons of any rookie of all time so I don't think you could have expected that you also had to wonder did he have enough weapons and uh, with Nico Collins, who his, through his first two seasons was hurt. Tank Dell, a third-round uh, rookie. Uh, how good was he going to be in his first year? And I think a lot of guys have exceeded their expectations, and that's credit to those players and, and C.J. Stroud for being just outstanding. So he's the reason why the Texans are, are, are where they are. He's one of the biggest reasons why the Texans are where they are with, right now.
3: Jonathan Corey Harris, when it comes to uh, uh, one, of the, one of the big departments is, is scouting. And it's clear that C.J. Stroud has uh, some level, high level of of intangibles that that can't be measured. Is is that one of the, is, is that is a bigger part of what's going on down there than his actual physical skill, decision making, and, and everything? Is he is he a leader uh, uh, by way of, of something that was seen in him before uh, he got there?
11: And you hit the nail on the head. This the leadership for C.J. Stroud that I think sets him apart. He made it a point early when he got to Houston to really connect with all the players, and, and that's one of the things that they talk about, just the connection that he has with them. He uh, learned, he looked at the film on all the incoming rookies, and, and when they came, he told them he loved their games. He studied them. He tried to get to know. He had dinner, weekly dinner, has them over his house as a private chef and has players come over his house. So he was very purposeful in getting to know his teammates. And he obviously can ball. So they follow him. He has a swagger about him, has a confidence about him that's unmatched. And it's easy to follow somebody when, when somebody has that confidence and somebody can ball the way he can ball. So I think that was a huge part of, of, of why his confidence and his leadership was a huge part of his success.
3: And since his injury, what, what, what is, what is the expectation? I know the expectation there is always to step up, but if, the, the, if they're going to continue the surprising season that they have, what's going to have to happen, especially like today, uh, for them to be able to to continue?
11: The is, like, you can't replicate what C.J. Stroud can do. Like, the throws he makes, very few quarterbacks in the NFL can make those type of throws. So you're not going to get that with Case Keenum, who's expected to start today. I think the thing about Case and, and why they went with him over Davis Mills is, Case Keenum has a, has a history of coming in and, and playing when quarterbacks have gotten hurt, and he takes care of the football. He's also a leader. Back to what we were just talking about. He's a he's a leader, and he, he knows what he's doing. I think Davis struggled last year. Even though Davis had some intangibles, he struggled last year uh, with turning the ball over, led the league with, with turnovers. So I think the biggest thing that Texas needs is, is for Case Keenum to not turn the ball over. The, the Titans haven't been great, in turnover differential, I think, six worse in the league. And they're banking on Case to be able to take care of the football and, and let their defense kind of handle the rest.
2: Well, we're talking with Jonathan Alexander, Houston Chronicle, uh, talking Texans football, Texans Titans, uh, getting ready to get it on up here at about two and a half hours up at Nissan Stadium. Excited for the game, you know. Uh, and I know we keep talking CJ Stroud. I know there's other players on the team on the roster, but uh, you know what's amazing to me is he hasn't just done well, and he hasn't done just done good. But what he has done is he's been great. He broke the uh, all-time rookie record, most passing yards in one game, 470 yards, uh, broke Andrew Luck's record. And then all of a sudden he comes back and throws for another 400-yard game. I mean, he is he has just been unbelievable. Let's talk about the coaching staff and how they've really handled him. Because I think, honestly, the team just looks different. At the beginning of the season, I actually predicted the Colts, the Colts and the Texans to be two of the worst teams in the NFL, and I'm dead wrong, uh, and I really think one of the reasons why the Houston Texans are where they're at is not just because of C.J. Stroud. You have to be coached, and the coaching staff has just done a, a, an amazing job. Talk about the coaching staff and kind of what they've done and, and how they've handled this to make this a uh, very, very quick turnaround for the Texans.
11: The Texans did a great job with the ownership and hiring the right coach for the job. D'Amico Ryan was a former Texans player drafted in 2006. He was the team captain he was the ultimate kind of Texan down there. And he had a history of success as a defensive coordinator with the 49ers as the number one-ranked defense. So he came with high regards. He was a Texan himself. I think the players really look at him and say, you know, you know when I talk to them, he's a, he was a former player. So it's easy to follow a guy who's been through it, who was actually good at it. He wasn't just some ordinary player. He was a Pro Bowl player. Right. All pro in his rookie year. So I think that helps out. And he's just a good dude. Like, they, they feel like he cares about them. And that's D'Amico's number one mission. He want, He's doing it for the players. Um, that's his goal. He wants to, to help them reach their goals. And that's what he's been doing this year. And I, I think that's been a huge part. And and he knows his defense. And, and the defense has vastly improved as well. If you look at their, their numbers, you know, last year they were worst, sixth worst in NFL history in, yeah. in stopping a the run. They're top ten this year they've really been able to turn things
4: around and that's a huge part of why they've had success as well let's hey. go ahead hey jonathan this is will uh you you bring up the defense i'm looking at jonathan grenard uh with 10 sacks on the 10th in the nfl and then you look at will anderson those are areas that <coughs> that we have noticed that the houston texans let's just be real after jj watt left were a massive area of struggle. Hence why last year, you know, you had one of the worst defenses in all of NFL history. Would it be safe to say that the interior, the first two levels of defense have been the most improved outside of Singletary at that corner? Would you would you say that the interior, the front the front 7 rather? Would you agree that that has been the most improved area this season for the Houston Texans? 100% behind
11: behind like quarterback Play, that definitely uh, has been where the Texans have improved most. It was the area of emphasis. D'Amico Ryan wanted to beef up both of his lines, and they suffered a lot of injuries on the offensive line. The defensive line has stayed relatively healthy up until this week. Will Anderson is going to miss his first game of the season with a high ankle sprain. But Jonathan Grenard having 10, a career-high 10 sacks, he's playing in a contract year, so he's got a lot to play for. He's finally healthy. Last year, Jonathan Grenard wasn't healthy. He had a calf injury that, that limited him but he's finding success this year. And then Will Anderson is relentless. He's a captain is his rookie year. And he, just, he is top among league and, and pressure. He hasn't had as many sacks, but he's affected the game in a multitude of ways. When you got two edge guys who are playing that way, along with Sheldon Rankins in the middle, and Malik Collins who are playing at a high level as well, even though they don't have a ton of stats, you can see the effectiveness they've had in that passing game, and it's helped John Bernard. And Will Anderson, though. they've been a direct result of, of that interior pass rush. So a lot of good play by that starting front uh, for the Texans in this and It's why they they've been able to turn things
2: around. We've got about thirty seconds, Jonathan. We're talking to Jonathan uh, Alexander, Houston Chronicle, Houston Texans, uh, talking Titans. And and you know this game uh, to me, I'd like to get your two keys from the game. But before before that, I just I'm looking at you know where they're at in the standings. This is a major game for the Houston Texans if they plan on uh on going to the playoffs they're in the eight seed right now and but they have their're one win away if they win today they will be have eight wins just like Jacksonville so they still have a chance to win the AFC South which is amazing. you also have the Colts who already got their eighth win yesterday in a blowout so the Houston Houston Texans sit at seven and six and have to get to that eight win mark because you also have the bills with seven wins. The Steelers got blown out by the Colts, so they fell back. And then Denver fell back. So, really, uh, this keeps them in the playoff hunts. What's the two keys to the game that you have to beat the Titans and come up with that eighth win, which will be a tie, tie and not at the top, but a tie with uh, Jacksonville in terms of wins?
11: Yeah, this may seem easy, but I I think the Texans have to win the turnover battle. Otherwise, the Titans are going to blow them out the water, and they have to stop us to run. I think the Titans are just are really confident right now with the way Will Levis is playing. DeAndre Hopkins is at is, is playing some good football. You know, the Texans being without their three top playmakers on offense is going to hurt them. CJ Stroud, Nico Collins, and Tank those guys make the offense go. You know, without them, I just don't know how how the Texans are going to do it. They may be able to surprise the Titans, but I just don't think it's there. Um, I think the Titans ultimately gonna pull this out because I just don't think the Texans have enough this week. They're, and then Will Anderson being hurt too, out for this game, mm. that's
3: gonna hurt them as well. Yeah. So, what, yeah. What kind of what kind of game do you think D Hop will have? What, was, what, what are you gonna predict? Tell me, uh, playing, playing this, against his yeah, former team? You, yeah,
11: that gotta fire you up. It really depends on how they how, how they move D Hop. Like if they move D Hop on the inside, like he can have a mid game. I don't think D Hop is gonna dominate on the outside. Derek Steenley and and Steven Elson are playing great football. They wouldn't shut him down, but they wouldn't allow D Hop to have the big games. But if you can move D Hop on the inside in the slot and take advantage of the Texans linebackers who have really struggled in coverage, then it's gonna be a it's, it's gonna be a big game for him. So it just depends on how the Titans use them.
2: Yeah, you're right. I mean that just uh, we're looking forward to the game out here. It's a little dreary out, a little rainy out, so it's gonna make it really feel like fall football. Uh thanks so much, Jonathan, for coming on with us today and uh Look forward to having you on in the future as we're going to play the Texans again here coming up in a few weeks. So thanks so much. Enjoy the game. Yeah, I think we yeah, had a, well,
4: it looks, it looks like I, he had to go. As I, soon as you I, made I, that uh, statement, the th- phone went from like, weird, from think block so. to like, poof, I we don't cut him think off. No, nah, we didn't cut him off. Angry he, Will, he no, no. He was because. Look, Will sent him a nice text message and said, thank you for coming on. Even this was prior got, to me calling.
2: Even before you cut him off. No, I didn't cut a- him off.
4: Angry Will has a oh personality Here that is You see how they silent, do me? You see how they do me? Silence. It's, it's, it's
3: horrible. It's called It's Even when I quit, they're going to be, yeah, that they gonna be not, crying. They're going to cry
2: when I quit. That right there was a dead calm. All yeah. of a sudden, what you mean? I said thank you, and
3: all calm. of a sudden. Will just <laughs> killed another caller. <laughs> just killed another caller. No, I didn't kill this one. That's like four weeks in a row. Will just killed a caller. No, I did not kill the caller. Can we please have. Happy Will back. I've yeah, been need, here. Uh, anyway, yes, guys, no. uh,
2: you would listen to Sunday Morning Scramble here on National Sports Radio. On the other side, we're going to see if we can find yes. some semblance of Happy Will, but we will be talking <laughs> all NFL playoffs, uh, firing a major. Playoffs? playoffs? You talking playoffs? <laughs> yeah, I'm talking. You talking practice? What are we talking about? But you're gonna, we're going to talk playoffs. We're going to talk about a major firing uh, this week that was deserved, and uh, I can't wait <laughs> oh, wow. to talk about that. Man, I can't wait to talk about that because it was the most painful. If game I had ever a flag, once. I
3: throw it right now.
2: You have no idea, yeah. but you are listening to the Corey Harris Super Bowl champion and the coach here on the Sunday Morning Scramble. We'll see you on the other side with this crazy mania going on in this room.
3: This is Corey Harris, SEC legend, Super Bowl champion. If you want a great game day experience, you need to go down to DraftKings Sports & Social, downtown Nashville.
2: Oh, yeah, Corey, DraftKings Sports & Social. There's only 14 of them, and we've got one of them here in downtown Nashville at 128 2nd Avenue North in downtown Nashville. Listen, anybody that loves to watch sports has to go here. They got a VIP lounge that overlooks the cumberland river and into nissan stadium this place is unbelievable with the biggest screens and the best experience for any sports fan 128 second avenue north in downtown nashville we'll see you there
3: What's up, Nashville? This is Corey Harris, Super Bowl champion of 2000 Baltimore Ravens. And the only thing that Coach Tonges likes more than the LA Chargers is Double Dogs.
2: Ah, yeah, Corey, Double Dogs. This is the coach, Greg Tonges, from the wonderful new show, live show, that is the Sunday Morning Scramble. It is the coach, and it is Corey, Super Bowl champion on that show. But we do love one thing better than all of that it is Double Dogs in Gallatin. It is the spot for beer, for sports. They've got the biggest greens they've got the coldest beers and guess what it's dog friendly and not only that you can walk in today and ask for the coach's special which is a double dog double dogs with chili and cheese and not one but two hot dogs it is double dogs in gallatin and that is at 1620 nashville pike tell them coach Todd just sent you
8: Sweat it out. Watch your entry update in real time, and continue the fun by making picks on second half and fourth quarter stats. Take your game day experience to the next level with Prize Picks. And right now, you go to PrizePicks.com/PrimeTime and use code PrimeTime. Prize Picks is matching your first deposit up to one hundred dollars. That's PrizePicks.com/PrimeTime with code PrimeTime for a one hundred percent deposit match.
3: Prize Picks daily fantasy sports made easy. Must be present in certain states. Visit PrizePicks.com for more details. What's up, Nashville? This is Super Bowl champion Corey Harris. And anybody that loves sports knows that if you can't score, you can't win. So you should absolutely consider protecting your family and your assets with State Farm.
6: Thanks, Corey. Hey, everybody, this is Lauren Tullis, State Farm agent in Hendersonville. And if you like watching some of the best, like Corey Harris, you should be protected by the best. Contact us today to get your free quote at LaurenTullis.com. Like a good neighbor, Lauren Tullis State Farm is there.
8: The TSU Tigers men's basketball team of fifth year coach Penny Collins are coming off a top three OVC finish last season and looking for much more this season. Led by preseason all conference guards Marcus Fitzgerald and Kenyon Hodges, the Tigers face an impressive non conference schedule that includes Oregon, Lipscomb, Austin P., Indiana State, and Liberty and tip off a league play on December 28th at Gentry Center versus UT Martin. Hello, this is Craig Pogue inviting you to join longtime TSU broadcaster Albert Dawson on all of the games this season right here on Nashville Sports Radio,
1: WNSR.
3: Ooh, ooh, I like it. I like it. Uh, okay, yeah, I like it with bring it. It. So, uh, hey, bring you will up. bring
4: it. Hey,
3: now listen, listen now. I turn me on. Bring it. No, you on. You on. You on. Don't no, worry about that. Hey, we got to make not. this bet, coach, because, see, I don't. I don't. Now, the bet is, ladies and gentlemen, I need somebody to call in. We only This will only be good if somebody calls in. And you know what? Here's the us. crazy part. He said, the first person that's on the line will, will be able to okay. vote for me. So you're about so to he, lose. This, this guy said that Devin Arnold, this was his first year at Antioch. This is what he's saying. Yes. Now, wait. We betting what? 100 push-ups live on what's name? Let's do it. That's 100. Here we go. Uh, who's on Who's on the line first?
2: Jeremy Kellium, uh AFL champion with those Arizona, Arizona Rattlers. Oh, I have been wee. to. Arizona Rattler games before when I lived in Phoenix. And I'm telling you the experience, you sweat as a fan watching the uh, arena football and arena football coming back here to Nashville. The Cats are coming back uh, next season. But hey, welcome to the show, Jeremy. How are you? Man, how y'all doing, man? Thank y'all for having me, man. Really appreciate it. Jer- we, we appreciate having you. Uh, Corey's, Corey's fired up Jeremy, right now. Before we Super get Bowl on, champion Corey Harris. Here be, he goes.
3: Before we get on what kind of feet and hips it takes to be a good defensive back. In the arena league, which is which is people don't know, you better, have, know. Some damn you better have some hips and <laughs> some feet, and better be looking, keep your eye on your luggage. Now, no, I, definitely,
10: man, I I think uh, people overlook just how fast, how quick twitch you have to be in the arena league because. Playing outdoor your whole life, you have opportunities to make up. There might be a, a bad throw or you got a lot of more yards to be able to catch up to a receiver. But in the arena league, everything mm-hmm. happens fast. So you got to be out of your breaks clean. You can't, you know, you can't have a, a misstep and still be able to go make a play. Um, so I think that it just allows you to work on your quick twitch and have quick feet and just, you know, be able to um, improve your hips, or if you don't have no hips, you're gonna struggle yeah. uh, in the arena
3: league for sure. Yeah, you're gonna hey. be on a lot of high. Let me let me ask yeah, you. Yeah, no go coach. ahead, Corey. Yeah, now Corey's fired you, up. Today. I'm, I'm, I'm love under. It. I think it's I, just I was between told, he and I. I, I was told. I was told that you you know you know Devin Arnold.
10: Yeah, yeah, I know yeah. Devin Arnold uh, very so close, is, man. We uh, yeah, at
3: Antioch. I work at Antioch. Okay, okay. I, I want to ask you something. So, this is his. Uh, is this his first or third year coaching at Antioch? Or sec, uh, second this or is, third?
10: This,
2: sec, this is the second
10: year. Yeah,
3: thank you, Will. Will owe me 100 pushups. Thank you for yep. that. We can so continue now, Coach. So you just told Jeremy, Appreciate you just that, made a bet.
2: Hey, Jeremy, uh, and we're going to get to Bo. Bo's holding as well. We'll get to him in just a second. But uh, for, the, for the fans that are not that familiar with Arena League, I am because uh, mm-hmm. my parents live in Shreveport, Mosier area, and they had a really Arena League team there uh, back mm-hmm. in the day. Um, I think they're called the Battle Wings or something like that. Uh, and then Arena Football is coming back. Uh, Jacksonville. Uh, announced you know they they won the 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 indoor league last season but they announced that they're coming to the the revamped league next year mm. so i'm excited about that uh but just give a, a synopsis of what's the difference you know uh, obviously we got 11 players on defense 11 players on offense in the NFL but tell me how many players on defense how many players on offense and really what's the biggest you know change for you know you did you play both ways as well I wanted to know that
10: no, so when I got into the Arena League, uh, my first year was uh, 2012, and so they got rid of um, kind of like the Ironman Man ball. Okay. Um, to where, uh, you know, like in the early ni- well, the 90s and the early 2000s where um you had to have uh, an offensive player and play offense. One player, like an Iron Man, play uh, offense and defense. So they ah, got rid of that man. and kind of got more so to, like, true offensive players and defensive players. Um. You know, the huge difference, obviously, is the size of the field. Um, it's only 50 um, yards long, which, you know, NFL is 100. Um, and then instead of being like 53 yards and a quarter in the NFL wide, um, it's only about 25 yards Dude, wide. So everything man, happens quarters. very fast. Very I'm fast. sure. Now, yeah, how many on I each the side? Interaction. I think the fan interaction is better in Arena League than the NFL because, in the nfl you know the stadium is so big that fans are far away um but the arena league because it happens in arenas and basketball is like when i played in arizona we played with the phoenix suns so as, as the game ends fans are able to come on the field yep. and sign autographs take pictures um and i think it's just a cool great experience so that's what i'm looking forward to the the cats um coming back to nashville
2: no doubt uh no doubt i'm excited about that as well i mean Kurt Warner playing for, what, the Iowa mm-hmm. Barnstormers, I think is what they were yep. called. Yeah, and you had yeah.
3: some ballers
4: back in a Jerry. Hillary, Corey, uh, Corey Fleming, Corey and yeah. Kelly. I mean, mm-hmm. I'll, I'm naming a lot of Cats players. Well, the Cats, Cats but is one Jay of my Gruden. favorite teams. I mean, yeah, Coach, yeah. Yep. Uh, so, Jeremy, I'm going I'm, I'm to ask you a bold question. Yeah. At your tender age of, I want to say, what, 35? 34. You trying to put a year on me, Okay, man. good. 34. So are, are we are we going to see uh, Mr. Kellum out there trying to backpedal for a position with the Nashville Cats next year? Oh, nah, oh.
10: nah, man. I'm 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 trying. I'm really working to get in uh get involved with the organization okay. or with the AFL uh in, in in specific ways, but definitely not playing, man. I I hung the cleats up. Um, I'm, I'm proud of my, you know, uh, collegiate and professional career, man. So I'm on, I'm on the other side, man. I'm on the other side. I man. probably could give him about one quarter, couple <laughs> by one player, man, maybe about one side, I catch I, by one
2: I, I, and may, Hey, Maybe we could get Corey out there. Maybe maybe man. you could train Corey and get him out there. Hey, and he'll Corey, be the, why don't you and I The oldest have you ever arena seen a, football league Achilles player tendon, ever. Corey Harris, ladies and gentlemen.
3: Hamstring and quad just <laughs> fall off the bone like it's been sitting on the grill for <laughs> yeah,
2: a whole yeah. night.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, hey, uh, that, yeah,
2: Jeremy, that. love having you on. And uh, as we get moving forward now, I think, if I'm not mistaken, correct me if I'm wrong, um, Greg Pogue is is going to be an announcer for the Cats. Am no, not so mistaken?
4: he – I don't know that. But very, I know, he's, an he's an advisor. advisor. Yeah, he's an advisor. advisor. He, he, on, he plays a role in ownership. Oh, okay. okay. Wow. With, uh, okay, with, right. uh, with the Nashville Cats. So, you I want to play, our, I wanna play an,
2: a, a role in ownership, Corey, of play, something. Man, that's – Okay, man, well, that'd be nice. You, yeah. I mean, if you got bread, put it nice out there. A team one day. Okay, Jeremy, you, me, and Corey, yeah. and we might let Will in, maybe, oh. uh, are yeah. going to figure Will. out a way to become part owners of the Cats right now. We're going to do that. Oh, yeah, yeah, cat. do that. <laughs> yeah. Don't leave me out on a meeting. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're <well, laughs> <on a> <laughs> All right, we appreciate you today. We'll talk to you soon. Uh, pr- good good talk, good fun, and I uh, appreciate you, brother. Uh, we're also going to yeah, go to no Bo. No problem, man. I'll be sure to call in more. Appreciate you, bro. Yeah, please do. And uh, we're going to go to Bo. Bo Kennedy. Love that name, man. That's a good name right there. BK in the house, brother. Just because you're thinking about
3: a hamburger. He's talking about BK. BK Burger King? I just saw a burger. I'm your
2: way. way." have am your way. way." To (laughs) To all beef patties, special sauce, lettuce, cheese, pickles, onions, sesame seed bun. Oh, no. All right.
4: Ask your question. Oh, my God. (laughs) Bo, what's going on with you today, man? What are you think? Before we talk some
7: Titans, man. Yeah. Before we talk some Titans, man, I wanted to shout out me and Will uh, cover the BGA basketball team. They traveled to the FedEx Forum on Friday. Uh Uh-huh. When got a win against an elite program out of Mississippi. So, shout out those guys. Nice. I like a
4: shout-out. And you know what? Victory, victory, victory. You know, tell them them how they can listen to it.
7: That's going to be on local live. If you look up our BGA's local, that's Battleground Academy's local live page. You can find any live sporting event, and me and will, will have the basketball season the rest of the way. To just covering the home games. You know, and
3: are it, y'all good? I got need to listen. Are y'all good? No. Yeah. Well, we're we're
4: yes, we're getting there.
3: I mean, I'm a hard
4: critique on myself, and I think Bo has been in broadcasting about a couple years longer than I have. So you know, we we work off of each other very well.
3: Bo, do you get angry Will yeah. or happy Will when you're out? like what? When do you get a chance? Have you met happy, uh, Angry Will? Well, now, with how happy, now with how well uh, BGA's been playing, I've seen a lot of Happy Will. Okay. When okay, I see nice. Angry
7: Will is yeah, when I try and crack some, crack a joke on the air. There you That's go. That's Angry yeah. Will. Yeah. So, what are you
2: thinking about these Titans today? Uh, we just got a minute or so to chat. But what do you think about the Titans game? What are the keys to the game from Mr. BK? Not to be mistaken for Burger King.
7: Mr. Burger King thinks that – well, I'm mostly confused, man. I, I think – they should have gone with Davis Mills. I don't know. I don't think they won many games with Davis Mills, but I was really shocked when I saw Case Keenan was going to be out I was there. Too. And I'm yeah. Honestly, pretty relieved. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I'm he's feeling gonna, real damn. good about where our defense is and what we can do today. I, I'm really leaning into a Titans win today. I think we need it and we got it. Give me a
2: score prediction.
7: Give me Titans 35 mm. to 13. I like it. I think you're going right to be right on.
2: Absolutely. You're going to be right on. All right, man. Hey, Bo, enjoy the game today. Enjoy the NFL today. Appreciate and, you, uh, we appreciate you, brother. Thanks for calling in all the time. We appreciate hey, you. one of our Corey good friends. We'll appreciate you all. Appreciate you, man. Uh, and we're just going to move right into our, our pick segment. Uh, here and uh, this stuff makes Will angry as well. I mean, it's just one. Of I those wonder things. why.
3: Why would Will be angry? I do I don't, know. Seconds, I don't know.
2: I mean, he's had a guest picker that went six and zero oh for him. Six and zero. Oh. Six and zero. And oh, then but, I had a guest picker that went
3: zero oh and six. That you chose. But
2: last week, Will was three and three. So staying with mediocrity okay. is his trend. Okay. Uh, then we also oh have Corey and Coach went four and two. Which is the norm, you know, just picking up two games just every week winning, in the win baby. column. Just winning. Overall, Corey is fifty-three and twenty-eight.
3: Say it like you mean it, though. Say coach. it like
2: you mean it. Corey is fifty-three and twenty-eight. Coach, well, right then. coach is fifty-three and twenty-eight. Okay. And Will is getting a piece of paper out and a notepad because he's going to make figure sure out
3: how many games yep. below five hundred. And he
2: is. Will is almost at five hundred. So almost. He, you've almost quite achieved five hundred.
7: You're forty-three
2: and thirty-eight. You are almost there. You just need to lose five more games and you're there. You could do it this week. Screw you. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> speaking of that, uh, let's go to uh, the Toilet Bowl, which is the Giants and the Saints uh, oh God, getting ready Coles, to play. You're going to hell. <laughs> I'm not watching <laughs> that game. That is game. horrible. That, <laughs> that, that, that game's going to be horrible, bro. Now, I dig the thing with the hey, DeVito kid, the Italian right. kid. Tommy DeVito is balling. He's got, hey, did you see the dude? The, no, his, I haven't. his agent? Bro, his agent was decked in an all-black suit, uh, uh, shades, and a little black little... Uh, uh, I don't even know what you call those hats. So you are like an Italian mobster? Yeah, uh, I wasn't going to go there, but you did. So yeah, stereotype. Kinda, kick the stereotype. Yeah, kick the stereotype. Oh, See, uh, stereotype
3: stereotype the brother in a, so, uh, who, a all all right. mob
2: suit. So, Will, who do you got, Saints or Giants? I'm going to go with them. I'm going to okay, go with the Giant. All right, you picked them because you're wrong. I'm going to go with the Saints. Who you got,
3: Corey? I'm going to go with the Saints too, coach.
2: Okay, good, did- they good gonna decision, go marching Corey. In. Someday <laughs> one of our uh Falcons. <laughs> Panthers, Mm. Falcons at the Panthers. Who we got? uh, ATL, shawty. I'm going ATL as well. Who do you got, uh, Will? If I chat the Falcons, poor Panthers. Bears at the Browns. Bears at the Browns. Good game. Uh, I am going to go with the Browns in this game. It's a must win for the Browns for sure. And the Bears are just playing for uh, their draft position. So who do you got, Corey? Bears at the Browns.
3: Uh, I'm going to go Bears.
2: All right. He goes Bears in the upset. Uh, Will, I am. Who do you have? Let's see.
4: Who's starting at quarterback for the Browns today?
2: Well, we always get this commentary. You're just supposed to pick the games. You know, We if we need to do commentary, we need to expand this session. Sponsored by DraftKings, by the way, sports and social.
4: Yeah, it's a great place to be. Awesome place to be. Uh, I'm going to go to the Browns. South, Nashville. Uh,
2: you're going to say the Browns. Me too. So, uh, Buccaneers, good game right here. Buccaneers mm. at the Packers. Two must-win. You have to win the game. Somebody's eliminated from this, I think. I'm gonna go with the home team, the Packers, and who Corey used to play for because I love Corey. So I'm going. I'm Packers.
3: going Packers with two Lambo Leaps by my boy nephew, not real nephew. Christian Watson. Okay, if all he's right. playing, I hope he's playing. He might not so be too. playing. Uh, who you got? I don't uh, think he is though. Will?
4: Packers and Buccaneers. And something about that Baker Mayfield kid. I'm gonna go with. The yeah, okay, well yeah, you're
2: on your way to 0 and 6. I love it. Dang, so, I don't think uh Ravens at the Jaguars, Will. Wait, Ravens at the Jaguars. Good game right there.
4: Raven. Okay,
2: who do you got, Corey? Ravens, Jaguars.
4: Corey. You got 35.
2: Who do you six.
3: got? Do I have to answer that?
2: Ravens, he's got the Ravens. And the final game is today, getting ready to go here in two hours. It's Texans, Titans, I got the Titans. Who you got, Will? I'm going to go with the Texas in an upset. All right. And then, Corey, who you got? Titans or Texas? up, Tighten up, people. It is almost game time, two hours from kickoff. Enjoy your NFL Sunday. You've been listening to the Sunday Morning Scramble with Coach and Corey Harris, Super Bowl champion. We love you. You're our good friends. We'll get with you next week. See you. Bye.